0: Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to the first Crutchhammer podcast. This is me, Blake, Corn 8 Enthusiast and Turncoat Kane. Coming at you live, or well not live, with a breakdown of Sydney Slaughter, review of the new GHB, and a shameless plug for our Bathurst GT. Co-hosted here with Joel the Shagoth Shaman Graham, Jared Stormcast Baker, Josh hey, hey. the Gr... Dwarf.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Luke getting killed by the flu, Kolaris. If you boys want to go through and introduce yourself, we'll start off with uh, Joel and we'll go from there.
2: Oh, good, Uh My name's Joel. I'm all right at Warhammer and um, I'm keen for the new Skaven book.
0: Alright, boys. Someone, you know, go on. Don't be
3: shy. Hey fuckers, I'm Josh. Um, Some of you might remember me from AOS's shittest podcast, the orange juicer. Um, I'm back.
4: Uh, Hey, I'm Jared. I'm the group order aficionado. Um, Stormcast Stan.
0: Previous Stormcast, Dan, those last set of nerfs sort of made you want to yeet the whole army into the bin. I'm still playing Stormcast, friend. They're still my favourite. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough.
5: And then there's me. I'm Luke. I'm your resident Ogre Destruction player. I'm currently dying like the, with the flu, like it was said previously.
3: Bro, I'm just putting it out there. Like, you sound hot as fuck with the flu.
5: Oh, I try to be as it's cute be as cute do I like can. Same thing. Yeah
0: all right thanks fellas for the introduction so um we'll uh crack straight on into a little recap of what we've all been up to um myself decided uh fuck it i'm sick of pushing shit uphill with uh corn i'm gonna make a fucking order army and decided to go with kane
4: uh, being...
0: Mediterranean. yeah oh, no. yeah <laughs> dragons that
3: and all... long strokes it <laughs> all comes down to Liam blue i think
0: yeah Man, I'm even. Dr- it even... was like the deciding factor of all of this.
5: Thanks a lot, Liam.
0: I'm even. I'm even dressing like him. Man, I'm even wearing black pants, black hoodie. You know, I'm. I'm basically. You know, I think. I think he's like done something to me. I mean, that's a good thing. Could have picked someone better to be your idol, Blake. But anyway, <laughs> you do. You. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you know, you've already got an idol. His name's uh, Jared, so can't really steal. Can't really steal that spot. I mean I think I think everyone I think everyone sort of idolises you for a bit, you know. You just come out of the scrub, win events, go back to the scrub, rinse and repeat.
3: Oh, mate, he's I wouldn't say we idolise him, I'd say we're more um
2: Living in his shadow. <laughs> Blake, if you wanna if you wanna turn mate, the line starts, you know. <laughs> out here. I feel like
3: we're like in his harem. Like he's just He's just come out of nowhere and just made us his congee wines. <laughs>
5: He's the hot transfer student.
0: We really do just fucking be in his haram. And Jared. fuck you guys. Be good at Warhammer. <laughs> You're gonna like it. Yeah, just like you did Lawso last night. Send a more crusher right up his ass. I well, if you leave a nice six-inch hole,
2: then the do that. So, yeah, yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Lo- you do love a six-inch hole. So, yeah, I mean, just... Um, starting up some um, cane, uh redoing my entire corn list from the ground up with the changes of the GHB so um, yeah it's been a um, bit, of, bit of a change um, how about you Joel what have you been up to Mark? Um,
2: just uh, building and painting some Skaven excited for a new book um, I think they're, they're top tier but it's going to be a lot of fun and a lot of uh, Johnny combos in there um, I like to think of myself as a bit of a Johnny player so um,
0: yeah it's keeping me busy Still think your idea about like oh, I'm just gonna have a single character yeeting through the, all of the underground tunnels to avoid battle tactics is his goal
2: yeah there's um there's a few options for that for sure,
0: yeah, not bad how about um how about you yourself Luke what are you been up to other than dying
5: uh, I'm currently actually doing a lot more with my ogres I've bought three new boxes of iron guts and a second butcher because i'm going to try and run some blood gutlet army tactics oh yeah yeah it's it'll change up my style a lot from being your average beast runner because like i mean beasts and ogres are just awesome to play with but i thought to myself i'd give a try with the iron guts style got to get on that lead belcher meta just
4: reinforce don't lead don't belches.:
5: I, The lead belches are awesome, but I just... I don't know how I would feel about actually playing around with them.
3: Oh, man-eaters. It's all about man-eaters.
5: Nah, man-eaters are too expensive just to get per model. It's like 41 bucks <laughs> for a single guy.
3: I absolutely love my man-eaters.
5: Oh, don't get me wrong. I love the models, but... I'm, I just don't like the price that you have to pay to run a squad of them.
0: How much is it for a box?
5: It's like forty one bucks per man
0: eater. Ah, oh, it's fucking nothing, mate. Oh, per man eater. <coughs> yeah,
5: you say it's nothing until it's per man eater. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe maybe it's time maybe it's time I did Yeah, maybe it maybe it's time I did pull the fucking tarp off the fucking three D printer and then A. Eh?
5: Yeah, you start you start making me man eaters or work them more.
0: Yeah. What about uh what about you, Josh mate? What have you been doing lately?
3: Oh so I do I do things opposite to you like obviously. Um you know, I, I got real into Silverness and then heard they were getting a new book, so Oh fuck I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> fuck that. And then uh I got into Gits. Um so I'm currently painting Gits and painting Slanesh. Um just dodging anything above an F tier army, I think.
0: Fucking hell. Hey, to be fair, squigs did kill a bloodthirster. Like, come on.
3: It was like squigs are pretty good, man.
0: Yeah, you know, they I mostly did. I think I put
2: that, um... I want to put that smash on the shelf, mate. I think quietly they are pretty
0: good. You end up good. Man, yeah, you know I'll what? Sell. My only tangent for the night are fuck Macca's paper straws. I'm trying to fucking drink my frappe here and the cunts just disintegrating.
3: Bro, that's why you go get yourself a pack of plastic
5: straws. <laughs> Or you do one of those e girl things and get your metal metal straw.
0: Oh man. And yeah, what about you, Jared mate? What have you been up to other than uh, you know, being on um on quarter lifeline
4: after the uh Stormcast nerfs?
0: Um,
4: yeah. Look it wasn't great for my list. Um but I've been writing a shitload of different Stormcast lists, I think, for the new G H B. Um I've got myself a Karazai now, or a Mr. Whippy. Um, so I'm gonna give him a crack. He seems to be pretty good in, you know, what is looking to be the infantry sort of edition of the game. Um gonna go for some different shootings, some different units other than what I was playing before and yeah, see see how we go there. Beautiful. Um with the new dock book I got the daughters off the shelf. Um I'm a massive Daughters fan, I've had the army for over 12 months and I've just been playing Stormcast while their new book was still relevant and now we've got a new doc book so figured it was time that I got them down and started painting them and yeah, that's my two sort of projects I've been working on at the moment. I also jumped on some rats because the new book just looks like so much fun but I've no idea when I'll get around to even looking I've... at that.
0: I think it's more of a question of what armies you don't have at this point.
4: Oh man, so many.
0: You, you you just buy futures in every single army, so you have a box sitting in the
4: cupboard.
3: Bro, you're you're literally on par. Like you'd be getting close to on par with me. I
4: think. I think I've got eight armies now. Fuck me. It's rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I started on s- problem,
5: guys, I me bloody I'm seraphon. Sorry, I'm sorry,
0: just... sorry, Joel. You don't count as having a corn army until you have a uh, Mister Big Cheeks himself, Skybrand. Yes, I was gonna say, Blake, you
2: introduced yourself as a podcast wrong. You're not Blake. You're uh, Skybrand fucker these days. Yeah, yeah Skybrand
0: fucker. You know, can confirm after painting a witch elf, uh, witch elf's asses. No, Skybrand's ass. Give it to me.
4: Uh, Skybrand's gonna be so disappointed when he finds out that you cheated on him with some daughters of Cain. Right, too- I swear
3: you pull your pud to fucking uh, uh, Skybrand's ass cheeks, hey!
4: Like- <laughs> hey man, I haven't looked
0: at I haven't looked up Rule Thirty Four Skybrand yet because I'm I'm a bit afraid of what I'll see. <laughs> You're afraid that you won't come out of that hole. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. Was- last time I saw your Skybrand, I was looking a bit white at the back, so you know. <laughs> I just put him in a jar, you know. Yeah, well, that's what we've all been up to. Let's get to the main um main meat and bones of the podcast. The uh. Better Late Than Never recap of the Sydney Slaughter down at, uh, was it Padsdale, Padsdale, RSL? Yeah, Yeah, Padsdale, Padsdale, yep. So yeah, it was, um, Cracker event. Um, you know, playing in that auditorium with all the, uh, tiered levels is just, I loved it. Just made oh, it... Oh
4: man, such a good venue.
0: Oh, it was so good. Such a good venue. You know, and the venue actually having an Age of Sigma themed cocktail for the event was, uh, that that was something else. Definitely. Did the, you drink uh, it? No. No, I I did not. It was a 10 bucks cocktail. I was more than contented to just stick to the Scooies.
3: Mate, a Scooie's like 7 bucks these days.
0: No, it wasn't that... I can't remember what it was at the RSL. I mean, uh, Joel took a leaf out of Luke's book and became a member. To Oh,
3: getting the
5: cheap Scooie Scooie Moe boy Moes, eh?
0: <laughs> Indeed They were forbidding
5: us at first actually becoming members.
4: Yeah, they didn't want to give us membership.
0: Yeah, then they quickly realised there was fucking 60 of us and they were like, oh yeah, let's do it.
2: Oh, you know, they, they, they knew I was a big deal so they were happy to <laughs> give me a...
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm real sure Agnes behind the counter was like, you know, a bit of, bit of a wet panty moment when she saw her old uh, Joel walk in the front door.
3: Joel just exuding big dick energy.
0: I mean, he what he rolls into an event, wins it, then leaves. And, you know, that that's just what he does. Spoiler alert. <laughs> this is really yeah,
3: spoiler a... for the event two months ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but shout out to uh, the boys down at, uh, the boys in um, Mortally Wounded for running a cracker of event. Like, awesome prize support. Awesome, awesome merch. You know, I got myself one of their dice bags and it's, it's way better than any other ones I've had. And their challenge coins. Uh, I really like that. I love that touch.
3: Yeah, nice. that was a good idea. I mean, nice. I think that comes from Mabry being in the Navy for so long.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little touch, you know. That every event you go to, even if you don't like, you like me, where you're sort of just like, you know, mid tier battler, you can leave with something.
3: Uh, well, obviously, I didn't attend this one, so I might just take a back seat and ask all the right questions. And
0: well, we did stay. We did stay in a hotel that was uh very, very Josh Griffiths in terms of its energy that it exuded. It was a very Josh Hotel.
3: Yeah. Wasn't there someone getting railed? Like, yeah, man. Can- can-
0: can't- can't see Hotel. Jared wakes up in the morning here, and some chick down the hall absolutely getting her guts rearranged by some railroad worker.
4: got up to take a piss because it was a like a shared bathroom in the middle of all these rooms. Yeah, like twelve rooms, one bathroom. Walking down the hall at like six in the morning, going to take a slash, and there was some chick just getting fed, and I was like, oh yeah.
3: <laughs> That's taking me back to like live-in lines, flashbacks right there. <laughs> one bathroom, 12 rooms, and she getting railed down the hall.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, what, we, we all had to use the fucking um female to- the female bathroom, because it was the only clean one. God, that was a fucking experience. Especially Luke on um Sunday morning, telling him to get up, have a shower, because we had to get going. He's down in <sighs> the shower, then all of a sudden, I look up and I see some shadows walk past under the door. Go pop my head out. Here's Luke with uh three chicks waiting outside of the bathroom for him.
5: <laughs> oh, no, like, Luke! Inviting him in.
0: <laughs> I may have texted Luke, Oi, Luke. There's some chicks outside. Press send. Then I look to the right. I see his phone there, and I send another message saying, "Oh shit, your phone's here." Fuck
5: yeah, like, it. Yeah, like literally sent a message saying you've your phone is here when I didn't have it.
0: Yeah. Well, let's get cracking into the recap. So, um. So, uh, of course, oh. as expected, she was a um, General's Handbook 2021. Um, the interesting little uh, twist on the event was um, you had to pick a different grand strategy for each game that you played. And that definitely added a layer of depth to the each game in terms of picking the right one at the right time so that you could get it done and also try and deny your opponents theirs. It was a very interesting way of playing the game. Easier for some armies than others, admittedly, but still, I think it was quite nice.
4: It also sort of added that layer of depth as well where you had to really think about battle to- uh, Grand Strategies that you wanted to use later. Yeah. So, like, if you had a sort of... Like one that was playing. maybe like an auto-guarantee for your list, you like sort lo- of wanted to save that until you got a shit matchup or something. Yeah, like
0: Lumineth and... Or, you know, you could keep your... Like, say you're playing Luminous Realm Lords and Prize Sorcery, you might want to keep that for a match that you know is going to be really close. You know what I mean? Mm. And you, you want yeah, to have yeah, that extra probably. three points. Yeah. Like, I, I think I got two grand strategies out of five done on the weekend. It was just it was a it was a rough one for me. Like I did Vendetta game one against Fire Slayers, and I got that one ticked off. Um, game two against uh, Joel, and um, you know that was a some reason my brain decided yeah i'm gonna try to keep my battle line alive and so yeah that was a fucking real smart move
4: against Bok.
0: oh i think yeah. you had um your wounds of battle line left after the first turn. yeah yeah i just lost it all i was like well like i said i was i wasn't playing you joel i was fucking playing
4: my own brain when i was versing you probably not gonna keep your screens alive in an army that's gonna yeah go forward um, and smash your screens.
0: then i did um then i did um the predators domain game three uh, hold some turrets. Hold the uh, different terrain pieces. Um, I mean, game four did Beastmaster. That was a fucking mistake. And then game five, I tried to do the one where you have to have all the heroes dead, and I missed out on that by one fucking character.
3: Well, there's there's Blake's event recap done. Yep, right. done.
0: Yep, finito, and a story. Cool. Um, right. here I we I go. Through, uh, and... I just want to Sorry. touch on the grand thing.
2: Um, I think it was a really nice way to end a season. We knew the GHB was coming and didn't have a whole lot of events at the start of the last season because of COVID, but since we've basically you know, been right open up everywhere now because COVID doesn't exist anymore, been just a million events. So we we had played the same pack in the same way for a long time. So I found it was a nice, you know, different twist and touch to play the game a little bit different even though we'd been playing the same game for so long.
1: Mm.
4: Yeah, it was yeah. a good, um, it was a breath of fresh air for sure.
0: You know, it was def- it was definitely an interesting point and um it sort of rolls into the fact that um at our event in september we'll only be doing not doing that where you have to pick a different grand strategy game but you will only be able to pick the ones out of the general's handbook um we're trying we'll it out later mate yeah we'll, so we'll
3: do sort of of so okay Here about we kick it off the friday night oh what did you boys get up to
0: <laughs> so um after having to stop so on the drive there, the drive there was interesting unto itself, because uh, having Jared in the back seat, who has the bladder of the size of a nine-year-old girl, we had to stop every ten minutes for so we could uh, leak the lizard. Look,
4: I always drive to events, because <laughs> my missus has a reasonably sized car. And it's it's a hybrid, massive. So you it you
0: could, like, do yoga in the back seat of that thing, mate. Like it's... So this
4: event, I said to the boys, I'm not driving. I'm sitting in the back seat, and I'm getting on the cans, and we stopped at uh, Lithgow for some lunch. I got a six-pack. I smashed a six-pack by the time we got to Sydney, so you boy, you had to wait.
0: No, you, you, went through, yeah, you went through more of that, though. I think you smashed the six-pack by the time we got to Bilpin. I pinched a couple of beers off, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> then, um... I tell you what,
2: that's um, Bilpin. Uh, I had the greatest apple pie of my life, and I will ever <laughs> yeah. have it. With it. Oh my god. Apple apple you will never
0: find a better apple pie than in Bilpin.
3: Yeah, the Bilpin apple pies are legendary.
0: It's uh, yeah, you know, it all, it all it all started as a consolation apple pie because old Joel here wanted to get some of that Bilpin cider, but we uh, didn't realise that the uh place doesn't sell all the alcoholic stuff. It was all just non alcoholic, so just rows and rows and rows of non alcoholic cider, so yeah, apple consolation. pies. A okay.
1: Apple pie. okay. So you got you got down uh, the C-
0: I'm looking, and I'm quite sad
2: because there's no alcoholic cider there, right? So I'm like, "There's an apple pie in there. Why not? We sell feel good. Buy this apple pie. Take a bite. Feels like Jesus has came in my mouth. Like holy fuck. Or anywhere near Bilpin go buy one of those apple pies because oh my god. Yeah, you some be, like yeah. cream with it or? They so would have. I didn't. I didn't need the cream because it felt like I'd had cream in my mouth already from Jesus. Like it was fine. <laughs>
3: Right, so you got, you got, you got, you got to Sydney, anything else happened on Friday night or?
0: So yeah, Uh, we just went to the pub. So yeah, we roll roll up and, um, so this, this hotel is the sort of place where, you know, your railway workers, you know, home away from home workers work and we all got lumped in, people thinking we were just, uh, working on the uh, Harbour Bridge or some shit like that, you
4: know. The pub downstairs, the rooms are upstairs, so what more do you want?
0: Yeah, it was good, it was, you know... It was cheap. Um, definitely felt like we got catfished by the photos.
3: It's <laughs> typical, uh, typical pub accommodation, then.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You know, definitely wasn't expecting to hear um to um having to share a bathroom with uh fifteen other rooms. That was uh, that was something else. So, yeah, the it fr- wasn't.
4: It wasn't that
0: bad. Mm. So the Friday night, you know, we decided to go downstairs, start hitting the skillies down at the um downstairs at the pub, play a few rounds of pool. And then um, then uh, Jared started absolutely frothing about the idea of having some Korean barbecue. So We set out like the Fellowship of the Ring um, into Campsie to uh, try and find a Korean barbecue joint following uh, Jared's directions for about 10 minutes until he looks down at his phone and goes, oh, shit, boys, that's not a 10-minute walk. That's a 10-minute drive. It's about an hour walk.
4: Fantastic, so- Joel.
0: <laughs> no, Jared. That was Jared.
4: Jared. Yeah, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, no. So we go down, and we end up finding a little, uh, little Japanese joint. And holy fucking shit, this place was off its jobs. Best... Fucking ramen I've had since I was over in Kyoto, like,
4: so good. Yeah, it was some next level fucking Japanese cuisine.
0: Oh, no, it was my sort of joint because you didn't even have to talk to the any waiters or anything. They just give you an iPad, and you just select what you want, bring yeah, you it to just take whatever you wanted. It was sick. Yeah, that's what you wanted.
5: The actual funny part about it was pretty much as we finished dinner, I look across the road and there's a Korean barbecue joint. And it was pretty funny to see that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, I was a bit sad.
0: But in the same vein, it really uh, gave us the fuel that we needed to go into the next day.
3: Fantastic. All right. So let's let's kick off round one. Uh, we
0: might
3: we might go alphabetically.
0: Uh, so that's me, isn't Blake, it?
3: Blake. Yeah. Blake, Jared, Joel, and then Luke.
0: Yep. Um, right. Yeah. So game one. What,
3: what was your list first?
0: Um, she was, uh, four bloodthirsters. My action men It's basically four bloodthirsters plus whatever else you could fit in. Um, sort of took it as like, you know, the last hurrah of the monster GHB, you know, bring all the monsters, have a bit of fun with it before everything sort of changes, changes, which holy fuck has it. So I'm kind of glad I went in there. Um, so game one for me, it was up against, um, an all infantry list of fire slaves so it was, um, just, uh, two bricks of 15, um, guard berserkers, um, s- six characters. Um, can't remember the exact details. But it was just like your stock standard. Um, f- um, you can probably answer this, Jared, whatever sub faction of fire slays when you're not allowed to take, um, big guys, but you
4: get other bonuses for the little oh, guys. Oh, Greyfeard. Yeah. So, so just... you, you can take Magma Dross, but if you take Greyfeard, you get extra artifacts, but you can only put them on your little foot, guys. Yeah,
0: so I think it was Greyfeard, and you just took all of the little guys, so I went into it, um, decided, screw it, I'll do Vendetta, because, you know, he's always, he's going to have his um, general up in the guts of his Hearthguard to give him all the buffs.
4: this uh, a spoiler alert, you're probably not going to kill the Fire Slay's heroes. Um, I did. Okay.
0: Yeah, so um, I outdropped him. Um, course, handed him turn, handed him first turn. Um, he was like, "Yeah, all right, no worries." He punched everything up the table, um, casted the infernoff, and holy fucking shit, is that prayer off?
4: It's fucking chops. Man, it's, it's cash now. Oh, I it,
0: cash. that that first game, I was like, "Fuck it," I'm now taking priests in all of my lists because you know, gonna need them. It uh demolished my a unit of dogs and a unit of blood reavers and I was like shit. there's yeah, so many battle. mortal
4: wounds now, and and it moves a stupid amount too. Yeah,
0: because he, he had he had whatever it was where he could cast it within like 24, like double the range. So it he uh, was ah.
4: So there's an artifact I think you can give a priest, and when you cast a uh, magmic invocation, you can double the range.
0: Yeah, so that's what it was, and it just it was it was up my ass, diddling my prostate like right, right. off the go, and I was like shit. Here we go. Um, so then I get the turn, um, and, um, yeah, so I got the turn, decided to, um, play at cagey, um, put myself in a good position to get the double turn if I did, but also put myself in a defensive position just in case I don't get the turn. Um, managed to kill off a unit of, um, Volkite little dudes, the, um, the dudes who aren't Hearthguard berserkers, man, yeah, managed,
5: berserkers.
1: Ma-
0: managed to kill them down to like the last wound. Luckily, with um, my Demon Prince and um, I think it was one of my other Bloodthirsters, so I was pretty lucky in that regard. Um, luckily, did get the double turn. Um, and it, Boomthirster went crack. Um, when it, Scarbrand went into a squad of fifteen, Hearthguard berserkers. Oh, shit. With his um, with his general right behind, and um, you know, three swings is mortal wound axe coupled with everything else, and you know, you could have a four up woo- ward save, but if you're like having to stop like Scarbrand double fighting with all that mortal wounds, I think it was like something like ninety six mortal wounds. Old man had to take on that squad, so it was just like, yeah, you got a four up ward, but if Scarbrand whatever he touches, it's just it's gone. So I cracked a whole unit of half berserkers plus a character on my um. Gone on top of turn two, then his turn three. have had myself screened. Demon Prince was just like, Yeah, fuck you guys, we're slowing you down. Um, absolute MVP in a match like that. Then my turn, my next turn, killed another squad of 15 Hearthguard Berserkers with um two Boom Thirsters, I think is one of the Scarbrand. Then the rest of the game was just me basically using 10 inch move Bloodthirsters to chase down 4 inch move Dwarven characters.
3: What I'm hearing here is you—you you definitely lived up to the Hammer name, anyway.
0: Yep, I just basically was like, "Hmm, what's my strategy here? Run forward," and it paid off. It was a solid game. Um, solid opponent. Absolutely loved it. He was a great dude. Um, hope to hope to hope to play him again. I'm not sure if he's coming. I can't remember his name. I'm very bad with names. Good with faces. Um, so I might go back through my um, pairings thing and see what his name was and see if he's coming. Yeah, in. sweet. Yeah, but it was a like sol-
4: how Blake led with. He's sick of pushing shit uphill, and then his first game was, oh, yeah, Scarbrand did 96 mortal wounds. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't mean pushing all the pe- shit uphill. Oh, yeah. oh, all yeah.
4: all oh, Push the oh. shit uphill with corn. Oh, take 100 mortal yeah. wounds in one combat phase, please. Yeah, yeah what
0: about you, mate? It's fucking dragons. Oh, shit, mate, I'm, I'm misdeployed. No, don't worry, I'll just teleport them up the table in hero phase, move them, and then, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, right, oh. yeah oh, you, right. you Right,
3: so, yeah. Jared, hey, let's give us... Let's, let's move on. Before we get into a fucking Cornverse Stormcast ship fight,
4: um, Jared, what did you take, and what was your round one lock? Uh, so I took Stormcast. Um, I took Hammer's of Sigma, Scions of the Storm. Um, I took a Lord Relictor with High Priest and Translocation for the two-up rerollable teleport. I took, of course, uh, of course because it's you know? it's like the best fucking build in the Stormcast book. Um, I took a Nitroconus. Um, I got a little creative and gave him arcane tome flaming weapon. Because, it's fucking awesome. Um, I took three units of five liberators, uh, six long strikes and four storm drake guard one unit with the spears. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, some people would call it cookie cutter stormcast list. Um, uh, Blake, I would you call it, it cookie cutter?
0: Was... Oh, mate! Like the 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 <laughs> epitome. Like it's crutch hammer. Now at you've got core. him started again. <laughs> Crutch hammer
4: at
5: its core.
4: No, obviously it's it's a pretty good list. Um, I think it's probably the best way to play dragons. It's, well, it's, it was anyway.
0: Like, I think the list should just be renamed uh, "Age of Sigma" on autopilot.
4: Okay, cool. So, <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> so my game one, <laughs> my game one was Lachlan Clark from D Three Mortal Wounds. Oh, yes? Um, Fantastic bloke. Just want to start off by saying I had five games and I had five fucking awesome opponents. Everyone was a fucking top bloke. Um, It's five great games of Warhammer, which makes for a a really good tournament experience, obviously. Um, So Lachlan was playing New Nighthaunt, um, which is really fucking scary. Uh, He was playing Emerald Hosts, which gives him the ability to pick D3 of my units and at the end of every battle round I take uh Mortal Wounds, d 3 Mortal Wounds. Yep. <laughs> um he had All the Drowner, Dreadblade Harrow, Guardian of Souls, Reichnor the Grimhaler, and a Cruel Gast Cruciator. He had two blocks of ten Grim Gas Reapers, two blocks of ten chain rasps, and two blocks of ten bladeists, and a Morn gul. Yeah, um, right, eh? Which was sick to see a Mongul on the table.
0: Um, was it a like actual
4: Mongol model or was Yeah no it, like it was a... a full it was a Forge World one. Okay,
3: question. Did he, like, leave the Mongol on, like, the horse, like, pinning the horse down with the Outrider on the bottom?
4: Oh, I can't remember. Because,
3: like, that is the best thing about that model, in my opinion, like, that, like, sort of scenic base type thing. Oh, yeah. um, I've seen a lot of people cut that away and just, like, put it on a pile of
4: skulls, but... It's a pretty cool model, man, and it fucks. Like, I had definitely underestimated what it was going to do, um... I think it got a
3: bit of a glow-up in this
4: book. It's pretty good in combat, and it puts out a Neg one to hit Aura, which is massive in Night want They're all about the debuffs now, so... Um,
0: I still love so, the fact that, um... The Emerald Host ability came back and bit you in the arse a little bit.
4: It did, yeah. I'll get into that. I took um, Vendetta as my grand strategy for this. Oh, man,
0: you
1: both, This yeah.
4: game one. Um... His general was the Krulghast, I think. I'll just double-check my notes here. But he had Ulrak the Drowner, so I knew that there was going to be some teleporting shenanigans going on. Um, Ulrak was the general. So, I was pretty confident that I could kill him. Um, and I didn't think he was going to be able to kill my Lord Relictor. But uh, the Emerald Host ability, I can definitely put me in my place there. Um, So, I out-dropped him. I was one drop. I think Lachlan was a few drops. Um, I think he went for, like, a Warlord and a couple of Vanguard battalions or something. Yep. But, um, yeah, so I was one. I dropped. I gave Lachlan first turn. Uh, He just moved his stuff up the board. Uh, What battle plan were we playing, Blake? Uh, First Blood. First Blood, yeah. So, he just moved up onto all the objectives. Um... Set himself up a really nice castle. He had some chaff, and then he had pretty much all the debuffs on the central objective. So he had the appreciator for the Neg One to wound, the Mongol for the Neg One to hit. Um, there was something else there, one another hero. Um, so yeah, my turn one, I did the standard storm casting and thunderbolt volley, double tap the strike raptors, um, took off the cruel gas and half a unit of, uh, the Dreadblades, I think.
0: Dreadblade Harris, Dreadblades, mm. Harris, or, yeah, it'd be them.
4: Yeah. Ooh. I, um, translocated the dragons straight in front, um, done their hero phase breath attack, done their shooting phase breath attack, shot the raptors again, so I had the middle objective end of turn one, um, I think he still had the Mourn Ghoul, because it was out of range, and he had a cheeky unit of the Greatsword guys hanging off to the side. Um, Yeah, I got the first double, double into two, um, just forward again. The dragons off the charge obviously don't do anywhere near as much damage, because they come down to uh, neg one of one. Um, So I just killed whatever I could. I still had the middle objective, um, so I had a pretty good lead sort of in the first two turns, um, and then Lachlan had his turn too, and, uh, fucked me up pretty bad, actually. Yeah, that new Nighthorn book is pretty scary, so he, um, come across onto the middle objective, he charged me with, like, six units of stuff. I think my dragons were like neg four to hit, neg three to save, and fighting last or something. Um, it yeah, I he was scared. He come back with a vengeance for sure. I um, I translocated the Nitroconus to the back of the board because he had Ulrak back there. Um, I was gonna try and charge him with the Nitroconus, but he ended up teleporting away. And the Nitrocon sort of just hung up the back corner of the board. So that was a mistake on my part, I think. I probably should have put him more central so that... You didn't get he didn't all game. He did fail his 9-inch charge, yeah. So he sort of just floated all game and didn't really do much. Um, so I think that was probably... Damn, yeah, that, that luck... was definitely a mistake on my behalf. Yeah, that lucked him. Um, yeah, Arcane Tone Flaming Weapon, I think, is better. But doesn't mm. matter. Um, yeah, so he doubled me 2-3. to three. Um... And yeah, the game just went downhill from there, man. Nighthorn, he had so many MSU units, I was just debuffed the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did a cheeky teleport to the uh, objective on the right-hand side, took that, I had five libs up there, um, and he pumped those pretty quick. And then, yeah, I think about round four, I had no dragons. Um, and then round five, he tabled me, so... Yeah, so I come pretty-
3: in... Pretty convincing.
4: Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was fairly close. Um, The end score was 20 to 29. Yep. So it was only a nine-point swing. Um, I sort of knew when he got that two to three double that I was in trouble. So I just played the rest of the game for points, um, Try to score as much as I could, obviously um, trying to utilize those monsters for extra points on battle tactics and stuff like that. So I tried to... I sort of knew I was going to probably drop the game um but try to score as many points as i could to to keep myself up the ladder a bit um so yeah 29 to 20 um great game lachlan if you're listening to this fantastic opponent would play again but um yeah that new nighthorn book man is super scary that was the first chance i'd had to really play against it um later the weekend yeah yeah Good and talking. i i um I think myself as a player, I don't really learn an army unless I play against it, and yep. then I'm like, okay, I know what this does now, I know how to counter it, so I can sort of play it again, but yeah, yeah. yeah it was a good game, really good game, Um, See. obviously super tight, so yeah. Right, cool.
3: well, uh, Joel, how about you, Um, tell us what you took and tell us how you started on your, the event that would take you to uh, being number one in the world <laughs> from... Average score, apparently.
2: Um, well, sorry. I kind of fell asleep a little bit there. Um, so, so <laughs> Great, my, yeah, list, I, my I took Bok. Um, yep. I took Bok. Um, wrote my list and chose Bok uh, based off the Grand Strategy twist. Um, I think Bok are a good army. Um, they can complete a variety of different Grand Strats if you build your list for it. Um, that's what I did. Um, I took Bellacore Dragon Ogre Shagoth as general, uh, Zangor Shaman, a Great Brace Shaman, 20 Zangors, 6 Zangor on disc, 6 Dragon Ogres, 3 Dragon Ogres, 10 Angors um, until something else I can't remember, but I don't really give a fuck, um, because that was important shit. Um, game one, I played, uh, Rob Carlin from Canberra, um, absolute fucking legend of a bloke. Yeah, um, shout out Rob fun. Carlin. Um, so nice, um, great attitude, um... Better than me. <laughs> I can be a bit of a cunt at times, but no, Rob was fantastic. Um, a great time. Uh, story of the game for this one was, um, he got me Zangors down to, oh, probably four or five models, maybe three times. Um, little trick you can do with Zangors. I'm sure a lot of people have heard this one by now, but you leave your leader at the back of the group and string him out a little bit. Um, then when you you take your casualties away, if you if you know you're going to take a big hit, you you deliberately break coherency. Um then obviously a shitload of them run, but then you're out of combat, and then even if you lose the, the turn roll for the next turn, um, you can still rally. And uh, Bok have this really cool rule where they get to rally on a 4-up. Um, so I think uh, the first turn, after the first turn, I had 4 or 5 Zangors went back up to 17. Um, the next turn went down to about the same, and then I was back up to 20, because apparently uh, my dice on were all 4-ups. So I had a great time. Uh, poor Rob didn't, but um, he took it like a champ, and um, yeah just got away with it from uh from zangor's i'm refusing to die
0: man that four-up rally is just
4: bleh. fucking cooked
0: it's pretty silly considering there's now a mission in the new ghb which has it
4: yeah but it's only gvs
0: yeah still
3: i oh, know that was nice and quick from uh joel because he is watching collingwood play i believe
2: that's um, where we're doing quite well So go the pies <laughs> Yeah, we'll
3: Football The ogre The ogre torrent himself How'd you go buddy?
5: Well, my first game was actually probably the greatest fight I've ever had uh, So far in my whole entire time of playing AOS um, So what I took was your basic boulder head monster mash So I had a frostlord on stonehorn He was the general I had an additional husket on Stonehorn and a husket on thunder because I wanted that little bit of a priest combination uh I had a butcher and a slaughter master for a little bit of spell casting, your basic three man oh your three block of um what are they called again mournfang squads and a couple uh frost Sabers just to sort of act as a bit of a screening for something else um My first game was against Sham O'Brien. I'll tell you what, I never had so much fun playing with a fella. Like, he was just awesome. He was a great fella to play against. Him and his Skaven was just a great matchup for me.
3: Came to war, and I'm, like, really upset that I didn't get to spend as much time chatting with him. Just, solid bloke.
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was just a great game between him. Um, so, what what was the first round's mission again? I can't remember. First Blood. What? First Blood, that's right. Um, so, with that... I believe he went first after we set up deployments and had done all of our other stuff. Um, so yeah, him going first, I believe he just kept teleporting his units around, got them on my outside to try and stop me from trying to make a mad dash for the centre of the board. Um, but all unfortunately, some of it didn't go as well as he wanted to with where he set up deployments because he really wanted to get onto my area, but because of how I had um, stretched my boys out, he wasn't able to just set up right next to me into my own deployment. Um, what was another thing? Uh, um, his rattling gun. Those rattling guns are a lot of fun, especially when they can just off themselves by just overcharging their guns.
4: Welcome to this they
5: <laughs> Yeah. There's, actually, they do some pretty crazy damage, though. He absolutely oh, yeah. chewed through one of my things with them because he just kept rolling crazy with what they could do for their shooting. Mm-hmm. And especially when he can make them damage too. It was just... Uh, he just wiped the floor with some of my Mournfang boys. Yep. Um, he also had the uh, the Vermin Vermin Lord Warbringer. That guy is just scary. He's an awesome model as well. I love that model for the Vermin Lords.
3: Yep. Yeah, it's a cl- classy
5: model. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I believe... I believe it was an awesome game. I took... Um, what was the grand strategy? Uh, price sorcery. I wanted to see how I go with because if I chose that, I knew he had a chance to just at least target my casters, because ogres and the word, uh, wizard just don't match up together sometimes. I reckon, but I thought I'd see how I went with it and if there was any sort of worry that I would have had to have. But all in all, my casters stayed alive the whole game, which was quite incredible. Um, yeah, no. The MVP of my of that game for me was my priest. Him and the pulverising hailstorm chant absolutely just slaughtered all of his rattling guns and his rattling clan, clan rats.
3: Yeah, nice. Yep. So you you pulled away a win, or?
5: So yeah, at the end of it, it was a 29 to 19, uh, so one up for me. Uh, we went through the whole five rounds, but unfortunately, he just uh, got tabled in the end of it. Yep, yep. Fair enough. Absolutely awesome game with that guy.
3: Awesome. Oh, we'll going to round two, I guess. Uh, Blake, yep, lead yep. us through, buddy.
0: Yep, just you know, put away building my uh, blood rack shrine right now. Um, yeah, so game two. Uh, this can actually be a um, a double take between me and Joel, because I was fighting Joel. <laughs> A tale of Icarus to be sure. I flew too close to the sun and Daedalus watched as I fell. Um to be totally honest, I probably got into my head before all the models had even hit the table. You reckon? Yeah. Me and you both jab me and you both jab. We we both have the same sort of tendency.
4: Speak for yourself, but
0: Mate, you take half <laughs> you take half an hour to deploy, alright. We saw the message on Sat on Friday night. Yeah. Just being careful. <laughs> so yeah, um so yeah, I think me and Joel do this as a um double up because we both did it. So um yeah, it was um holy fuck Bellacor basically, you know, gimped scarbrand and um I didn't like that at all. Totally. I yeah,
1: no, no.
0: um, was sitting at lunch
2: and the the matchups come out and Blake goes, "Cool, well I've lost." <laughs> <laughs> okay then We get to the table, and Blake's like, Is there any point deploying my army? I, I know I've lost. It's like, Okay, well, <laughs> this is gonna be a fun game. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: but was uh, I
0: wrong though?
2: Yes, you were very wrong. Um, I think you definitely had some play in that matchup, but um, you definitely Got defeated yourself head. before yeah. the game started, man. But yeah, you should, unfortunately... have
4: said, you should have just said no, Joel, being like, Nah, just, just put it back in the bag, bud. We'll go to the bar. <laughs>
2: did I said um you you can see now and i'll I'll
0: get first shout
2: but he he wanted to put his scar brand on the table of course any opportunity yeah, yeah. to put scarbrand on the table so yeah no, that but makes- um
0: I think you know the highlight for me was scarbrand just you know just straight up deleting six um iron um dragon ogres um six dragon ogres and uh, I think it was a fair few Zangor's... You know, in just one combat phase, just crack. Blake was, unfortunately. Sorry. Not enough,
4: saying goes, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. So t-
4: that happened. Um... You sound really hard done by Blake. He like, he's that... just pushing shit uphill, man. You yeah, know, it was doing hundreds of model wounds.
2: Yeah. yeah. My um, favorite part of that game was when uh, Blake was Skybrand, and he was slightly turned to the side, so Blake rotated Skybrand so he could stare at his ass cheeks until he yeah. died. Yeah. Was the best part. <laughs> And then, um,
0: like, the table
2: shift three inches.
0: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I think, um, so then, um, one of the moments in the game where um, I I knew that um, at that point, Joel was playing uh, quantum physics chess and I was playing checkers was when he removed the middle block of his Zangors to break coherency. And then he used inspiring presence to then not lose any models in battle shock, and then removed models after spending the command point. To which my brain was just like, "Well, yep, this man's definitely on some shit."
2: You no, know, um, you know when dogs get confused and they tilt their head sideways and look at you funny? Yeah,
0: yeah that, that was oh. me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "What the fuck?" And then you're just like, it's your turn, you're just like, rightio, rally, rally. and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck me, and I could like hear the Subaru Twin Turbo, like, coming out of Joel's hand as he was rolling the dice, like, dah, 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 dah. and then he rolled it, and like, rally card is four ups, out the arse. God. I mean,
2: the dice let me down a few times that weekend, but um, certainly not on the rally rolls, they so were fucking hot.
0: Oh, what you you think you got almost you think like what by the end of the weekend you'd almost brung back like a hundred and twenty Zangors over the course of the weekend?
2: Going into round five I was at eighty seven. and my dream was to get the hundred. I didn't quite get there. Um but um but obviously yeah, that's that's just proof how how ridiculous a four up rally can be. Eighty seven, two win models back, um over four games is yeah pretty ridiculous. It's yeah. not even
4: just the 4-up rally in itself, though. It's the range of the rally. Like, by the time you get to round 3 or whatever, and the herdstone keeps going out, is it 6 inches per battle round or some shit? You're at, like, 24 uh, round three inch, be fucking... inches. That's yeah. just fucking ridiculous. Doesn't yeah. matter. Like, you you, you don't have to stay in to that room, man. You go wherever you want.
0: I still yeah. love that the entire game, you know, Shaggy was just up the back, hanging out. Nice. Um, in this tournament, I had the Grand Strat Vendetta picked against me five,
2: four times out of five games, which is, uh, kill your Warlord, and, um, Shagoth did not take a single wound that he didn't do to himself. Um. That's crazy. So it shows crazy. you that,
0: um, he's definitely not supposed to come forward. Because <laughs> nah. didn't you have, like, an artifact on him to make his axe, like, dummy good? Five damage. Yeah. Um,
2: the, the Gabe's artifact, can't remember the name off the top of my head, but, um, you one of the melee weapons played. had two damage. That's the one. Yeah, Null Blade. Um, adds two damage to a profile, so he's three damage, Axe becomes five damage, and then when you're in Bok, it's like, here, have three round, So, <laughs> you're yeah.
0: not bad. Five
4: damage, rend three.
0: But yeah, it was... um Yeah, I um got Zangor and Lighted on Discs. Those guys can hit like a goddamn atom bomb. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. yeah in the game, so... Probably got in, um Yeah, I think if I was to do that game again, I'd definitely go in there with a more level head and uh think about it a bit more um but yeah what was your takeaway from the game Joel or were you just sort of just like uh,
2: um thinking about
0: thinking about what drink you wanted to have at the bar next
2: no no it was it was alright um yeah yeah, unfortunately Blake got in his head a little bit um I think it could have been a really close game um six inch pylons and things like that do can can really hurt the Bok army um especially with the damage coming um like Mommy's res- resilient but not super resilient. Like you have the damage to wipe that twenty blob of Zangors in one one combat easily if you if you do it right. So that's that completely cancels out the rally, right? So um Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, it's it, it's hard though, man. Um yeah. It's it's one of those things, you know, you you just keep working on it, and the more you play you'll um it's it's a it's a big thing in, in Sigma, um or in any game. Um, you know, it's it's all in, a lot of it's in the head. Half the game's Won and lost in your in your mind, so um, mm. definitely something to work on. So yeah, no, it was good good fun though. Had a good time.
4: Yeah, I feel you, Blake. I've been personally victimised by Joel's fucking tactics before. That man,
0: that man will <laughs> get into your brain in levels. The first that, one like... day
4: we ever played to go off on a bit of a tangent. The first one day um, Joel came to one at our local shop, and it was me and him. Table one, game three. And I was playing Fire Slayers. I had 10 guy Berserkers in Deep Strike with the Rune Spider. I rolled the 6 on the movement room, which means they were plus 2 to charge. So they were a 7-inch charge. Brought them down outside a 9, and Joel goes, Oh, didn't expect to see them so soon. And I was like, what? <laughs> Got straight in my head, and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could not do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked he back, and I was like, touch. Oh, if I made that fucking charge, I would have won the game, I <laughs> reckon. Yeah, he, he gave did. me
3: the bad touch with um, with Bolt Boys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Bolt Boys. Fuck. Um, uh, um, it's all fair play. My, my games a bit of fun.
3: Pretty oh, cool. was. Good. <laughs> um, right, Joel. Uh, I think we're just gonna skip Joel when it's his turn because we've
0: already it's covered no point. It. Yeah. Uh,
3: so we'll just go Jared, and then straight on to Luke. I think. So, Jared, how was your round two?
4: Uh, round two. So after round one, playing Nighthaunt, I was like, okay, thank fuck that's over. Don't have to play Nighthaunt anymore. Let's have a sick game, two. And then the pairings come up, and I got Nighthaunt. <laughs> so two Nighthaunts in a row. Um, you were
0: not happy at lunch, that's for sure. Us
4: uh, pretty spewing. Um, but I played <laughs> Steve Kasim, um, and Steve honestly was a fantastic bloke. Um, would play Steve again. Shout out Steve. Um, he was playing Emerald Host again, same, same sub-faction. Um, but he was playing... Whereas the the first guy I played, Lachlan, he was playing a lot of MSU. Steve was playing um, sort of Monster Mash, Nighthorn. So he had Lady Alinda. He had two Tomb Banshees and a Knight of Shrouds. And then he had two lots of six Spirit Hosts, one lot of ten Chain rasps, and two Black Coaches. Um, so I think it was a pretty good list. He had one Warlord Battalion, so... He was more drops than me, Um, but Josh, you would have frothed one of his black coaches. He actually got the Marienburg Landship, the old fantasy world
3: model. That's fantastic. He converted
4: (laughs) it into a black coach, and honestly, anyone that was at the tournament on that weekend will tell you that model was absolutely sick.
3: That's that's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah,
4: it was top notch. So, um, theme of the weekend, theme of sort of lists that I like to play I was a one drop, Steve was ten drops or something so I'd have played first, I gave Steve first turn um, was not expecting black coaches to move as fast as they do uh, so Steve charged me with two black coaches turn one um put them into my left flank into a unit of liberators, um, I had dragons behind that with the nitroconus. so, um yeah, five libs got deleted pretty quick. Um, and then on my turn, I double tapped the Raptors, took one black coach off. Um, and then I hero phase breath the dragons into the other coach. Um, I cast flaming weapon on the nitroconus and then sent him over to that side. He deleted the other black coach. Um, I translocated the dragons up to his back objective. Um. Where he had Lady Alinda and all these spirit hosts, um, and just got stuck straight into the spirit host because obviously um, they offload wounds for Alinda. So there's no point targeting Alinda while yeah, there's yeah. still spirit hosts on the board. Um, so yeah, got stuck in there. Um, I think it took me two turns to kill them all. And then I, I um, killed Lady Alinda. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much the flavor of the game. Um, I tabled
1: Steve turn four. Hang on.
4: Yeah, like turn three or four, I think. Um, so I come away with a pretty convincing win. It was 28 to 14, end of the game. But um, yeah, that the first game against Nighthaunt definitely taught me a lesson about how they play and how to counter them properly. Um, but yeah, Steve was a great bloke, full-on yeah, hobbyist. Cool. Um like, yeah, just real into his models and into his painting and stuff, so I mean off my heart. Yeah, would play him again. Um, thanks for the game, Steve. But yeah, I was one and one at that stage, so pretty happy to come away with a win. Yeah, sweet. Um
3: Luke, you wanna run us through your game quickly?
5: Uh yeah, my second game um was against Seraphon, so I played Hayden Wright. And I'll tell you what, Seraphon are just Scary to play against <laughs> in terms of just the amount of magic they shoot out for anything and everything, okay. um so first round, I believe went to I think I went to me for the first round, no, sorry, it um went to Hayden for yep. first round. So he'd set up his models, he'd set them up in defensive positions. He had a Slain star master with a bunch of Sauros scar just hanging out around him so he could pass off the wounds to them instead if I targeted him. Uh, he had the old Carnosaur. He had two... Oh, sorry. He had an Engine of the Gods and a Stegosaur, like with the big crossbow. And those things are just terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. I don't Like, just to even think about... And then he had another six-man over Croxagores. And Croxagores are really fun to see on the field. I don't really have any myself with my Seraphon that I'm starting, but I might look into getting some myself. But, um, yeah, so, like, all in all, pretty self-explanatory game, I should say. Like, um, the end score would have been, I believe it was 17-20, so Hayden won the second. No, so Hayden won the game. Um, during my first turn, I got up into his front lines, uh, charged my big boys in, did a fair bit of damage. Um, but in, this, in 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 the same way, his Crocosagors got up into me and tore me to shreds. Um, but it it took my general pretty much just to shred them apart myself. But um, yeah, good game. Had a good had a lot of good fun. Learned a lot about Seraphon. Uh, for myself, for when I sort of move along into them Um, the grand strategy I took into this game I believe was I can't remember, I had that little piece of paper but I can't remember what I took Um, yeah, I can't remember my grand strategy
0: didn't you do keep priests alive for that one? Uh,
5: um, oh yeah I did pillars of belief, so keep a priest alive Um, which (laughs) really Didn't laugh very long as yeah. soon as the priest was just sort of like amongst it all he felt f- he felt faster than anything in that game um, But yeah, like I said good game a good uh, good game against Hayden like Really difficult army to try and fight especially the engines of the god just spawning up a squad of um Soros warriors in front of me and stopping me from getting into some other stuff um, Yeah, yep. pretty wild game, but had a good time.
1: Yeah, nice uh, righto, round three, Blake, kick us off, mate. Blake? Blake.
0: All right, yeah, <laughs> hang on, had my mic muted when Luke was talking. So, yeah, um, first and Josh Vibert. um, Vibert, Vibert, with, um, Slaves to Darkness with Archion. So, um, yeah, um... Uh, versing originally on the pairings, it looked like I was going to go up against Legion, the First Prince, and I was sort of shaking in my boots, and then it changed to this, and I saw Archeon, and I was like, yeah, let's fucking go. Um, so yeah, this mission, she was... Um, game three was Tectonic Interference, so that was a fun one. So yeah, his list was basically this Archeon, um, marked Archeon, Chaos Sorcerer Lord, two units of uh, uh Marauders... Two units of Untamed Beasts. Um, so yeah, not a lot of units on the table, which was good for me. So I went into it. Um, I out-dropped him. So I gave him first turn. He um, used Dark Destiny um, with Archeon, and that'll come up a bit later. Um, went into my turn, same as usual, moved up. Played at it, KG, played it you know, wanted to put myself in a position to capitalize on the double turn, but also not overextend my lines. Um, then it went into the um, priority role for Battle Round 2. Um, and Josh just lets him know, oh, yeah, you're going first. And I was like, what? And he goes, oh, yeah, you're going first. Here's a Dark Destiny. I was like, oh, okay. Um, do you think that'll hurt you a little bit? And he's like, nah, she'll be right. She'll be right. And I was like, yeah, all, all right. No No worries there, Chief. And then, um, my, uh, two boom um, one lucky on the, slottery machi- on the slot machine, and, uh, went absolutely ballistic, uh, dropped an entire unit of Varangard down, uh, wounded another, another unit of Varangard, um, play the game for me with that one was Wrathmongers killing two, two Varangard, I was like, how the fuck did that happen? And then the absolute triumphant moment of the game was um, Archeon v. Scarbrand, the absolute showdown in the middle of the table. Um, Josh went to redeploy after I moved Scarbrand. He rolled a one and he was like, fuck it. And he moved Archeon towards Scarbrand. So hey, right. props, to, <laughs> props to big dick energy. He was like, righto, here we go. Let's rock and roll. Sent Scarbrand in, double fighting, had an extra two three swings on his um, mortal wound axe. So it was just like you know three swings of that minimum of um, twenty-four mortal wounds each time he attack. So two attacks. It's just like plus that axe. It was just Archeon. He he had the mark of corn. Skybrand came in and said, "No, you don't deserve that, mate." I'm the OG, yeah. and I'm um, just just knocked him down. Um, hilarious moment was uh, Josh had picked um, prize sorcery, and he had this little. Um, wizard tucked away in a corner at the very back of the table um in a wedge of impassable terrain so none of my big monsters could actually get to him so he got that off which is Here fucking are. hilarious but yeah, it was a solid game against josh um archon his archon model is probably one of the best I've seen because he had a uh, skull altar that he was um climbing over so that's a props props so that
3: major uh that major dick hard for corn obviously oh,
0: but, yeah rock rock hard man rock hard but it was a, uh, yeah sol- solid game and um yeah it was really fun really good way to end um end day one especially after getting pumped by um old Jolson so um yep. yeah I'll just uh, I'll pass the I'll pass the mic across to um to Jared. Yeah,
4: Jared, how was, how was your game three, buddy? Uh really good man, really good. So game three I played.
3: <laughs> Luke's turn? Josh? No. Hey. I said okay. Luke's turn? No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: I played Josh Foster. Josh Foster. Yeah, is another... Coffee. One of the D3 Mortal Wounds boys. Um, D3 had a pretty great showing at Sydney Slaughter. They had a few dudes there. Um, Josh is a great bloke. Again, I had five great opponents. Um, he was playing Beasts of Chaos. So I went into this game knowing that Beasts were going to be um, like a pretty difficult opponent for me because I don't have a lot of units on the board and Beasts have a shitload of units. And with that White Dwarf update, they really slap. So he was playing Gabespawn. Uh, he had a Dragon Ogre Shagoth, he had a Great Bray Shaman, a Beast Lord, a Doom Bull, Grashnak Fellhoof, um, yep. and another Bray Shaman. He had two units of three Dragon Ogres, ten ungors, six Gores, ten Bestagore, a Chaos Spawn, a Cockatrice, uh, Grashnak's Despoilers, and two a <laughs> Cock! Yeah, he had a cock. Big old <laughs> cock. Not as big as our Jarls. Um, so he had his two Gorgons. He had the Wildfire Taurus, which is a fucking... You're a creepy gun. I think the pick of Josh's list is he chucked those two Gorgons in Alpha Beast Pack, which I think is a fucking excellent play. There's too um, many
3: fucking Josh's in AWS.
4: Yeah, heaps. <laughs> yeah, so um, again, Flavor of the Weekend. I outdropped him. I gave him first turn. Um, I deployed far enough back where I didn't think he was going to be able to get to me turn one Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I obviously didn't read the man's list properly Um. and before his turn he goes oh yeah sick alpha beast pack moves two gorgons and I was like oh shit <laughs> so uh I had two gorgons I had one probably six inches away from me turn one and the other one made its massive long bomb charge Um. so I had one gorgon in my front lines turn one and uh yeah, I was fucking sweating a bit. I was like, fuck, I might be in trouble here. Um, but yeah, he I think he took off five libs with a Gorgon. Or like four. I might have had one or two left. Um, but he hit me pretty hard. The cheeky uh, Beast Lord, he had the the extra damage artifact from Gavespawn on his Beast Lord. He put it in Deep Strike. Yep. Um, and then he popped it up on the board edge and got into my Liberators on the other side. So I had... Yeah, attacks from two flanks, turn one. Um, he done some damage, he scored a lot of points. Um, pretty good turn one, and then come to me. I uh, double-tapped the raptors into the gorgon that was attacking me, killed it. Um, I sent the Nitroconus over, killed his beast lord. And uh, I translocated the dragons up the back. He had Shagoth... Uh... And a big blob of just really important stuff. So, like, he had his Doom Bull, his uh, Bull Gores, yeah. um, you know, all the stuff like that. So, obviously, that was where the brunt of my damage had to go. So, yeah, Translocate, Hero Phase Move, Charge, uh, Breath Attacks. You know what dragons do. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, know. Well, i just double check. I think I might have doubled him in 1 to 2. Did you take notes? Hey. Did you take notes? Yeah, I did take notes, yeah. Yeah, good boy. That's um, what I like to hear. Notes are. I think I doubled Josh 1 to 2, um, done some more damage. I moved the Lord Relictor. Um, I auto 60s run to get him within 12 inches of the Nitroconus on turn 1, and then I translocated Nitroconus, cast Flaming Weapon, and got stuck in next to the Dragon's turn 2. Um. So there was a lot of damage going out midboard. Just tried to score as many points as I could. Um, turn three, he hit me back pretty hard. I lost a couple of dragons. I lost the rest of my Liberators, I think. Um, but he left me a big enough hole where I could retreat and charge with the Nitroconos because I gave him the Celestial Instincts mount trait or something. Um, and I got just within three inches of the herdstone and smashed it. Yeah, nice.
3: That's so, solid play.
4: Yep, yep. So, obviously, that cuts Bok's output tremendously. Um, in saying that, extremely tight game with Josh. A um, come away 24-28 my way um, in the end. So, second win. Um, but, yeah, I, I really had to work for it. Um, Bok, I think, is a pretty good counter for Stormcast just because of the bodies and the damage that they do. But yeah, great opponent, good list, um, really good dude. Would play again, and yeah, I was two one.
3: Yeah, fantastic. Right out, Luki, uh, take us through game three, buddy. Hey, a mirror,
2: a I don't know what alphabet they teach you in oh, Arie, we're, but We're fine.
3: skipping Joel because uh... he play Blake.
1: No, oh wait, no, that was mate. game that was two. Yeah, sorry. Oh, game sorry, three, boys.
3: Yeah, copy Joel. Joel, what's going on?
1: What we'll was your game three?
2: Play. Um. My game three, I played uh, Matt Campbell uh, from Sydney, um, ex-Clan Filth. Um, it's a pleasure to play Matt. It always gives you a hard, tight game. Um, I fucking love competitive Warhammer, and you always know you're getting a good competitive game against Matt. Um, so, no, it was, yeah, real tight game. Um, the crucial part of this game was, again, rallying Zangors. I got a really uh, crucial double and two into turn three. Um, and that was sort of the decider in the game. I was pretty tied up to that point, probably could have gone either way. Um, I was a bit more confident um, because Bock have the summoning and, and get better the game, the longer the game goes on, so I was pretty confident, um, but the turn three, double turn, two into three definitely sort of sealed the deal. Um, but no, it was, it was a great game. Um,
4: Matty Campbell playing his can... list.
2: Playing his Tampa slash cities list, so yeah, yeah, to yeah, gun hall. Cool. There's a hurricane that he's converted up to look like a. I'm not sure which of the ko boats it is, but he's used a ko boat for his hurricane. Really cool yeah, conversion. It's a sick model. Um, a really nice army. A beautiful army. Uh, four concussors, which seems to be uh to to be his thing. I don't think I've ever seen anyone else run four concussors, but they they do work for him. So
4: concussors are pretty good, man. People sleep on them, I think.
2: And they're the right target, those mortal wounds are pretty fucked. Mm. Like, yeah, they can they can really spike. Um had that. Two battle uh, battle mage on Griffin, a um general on Griffin, whatever the other one's called. Um another thing that happened in this game is turn one. because um, Tempest get really crazy movement turn one plus three to move. So he sends his Griffin right up the one side of the table, um, lands a twelve inch charge, um, which gets him sort of would a got him into my back lines, into my Zangor Enlightened on disc, and he sat there for about two minutes going, oh, should I do this? No, this is really not a smart idea. Um, but I think a little bit of corn came out of him. He's an ex corn player, Matty Campbell, and said, nah, fuck it, that's a long bomb charge, let's just fucking go deep as we can. Um, so I sent his battle mage on Griffin, which was his general, I think, um, deep into my back line and my Zangor Enlightened. I think he killed two or three, Um, obviously Zangor and Lightning on disc, if you don't know, get to rear all their hits and wounds. Um, if something has fought within three inches of them. Yeah. Um, so they turned around and did like 40-something damage to his Battle Major Griffin. Um, took that out and then, obviously, there was nothing else near them. So the next turn I rallied and I think I got all of them all, all, or five out of the six back. So, um... That was that was obviously not the the right idea, but I'm sure we will be in that situation when um you make that 12 inch charge and you're like, oh fuck it, let's go. But C26 has um, come up with the dice him.
4: and you just get so keen, you're like, fuck it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it. So um, I think if you could ha- if you could have that again, he wouldn't do that, obviously, because he could have just gone into something else a bit more squishy and, and taken it out. But um, but yeah, we've all been there. So no, it's a good game, good tight competitive game, which is which is what you want.
3: Yeah, that's what you expect from. Uh... <clears throat> from a player of Matt's caliber, I mean, he's a regular at Masters.
2: Um, I think, like, not this season, but the one before, he went to three tournaments and won three, got the perfect 300 Master score. So, obviously, a, a very good player. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's solid. Um, right, yeah, uh, we will go to you this time.
5: Yeah, back to me. <laughs> Um, so my game three was against Ben Spadetti, and he was a part of the D3 Mortal Wound squad. Um, and I'll tell you what, Ben Spinetti hes awesome to play against. You always have a good laugh and a good time.
3: I oh, um, mean, he's a fantastic dude.
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I played his Caradon Overlords. So different bit of play up. I've never fought these fellas before, um, but I honestly had a great time playing this game. Uh, so the third round was Tectonic Interference. Uh, After deployments, we, I think, I think I finished deploying first, but Spinetti won and chose uh, chose first turn. Um, But from here, it, (laughs) so from the first battle on it, it was honestly just a straight downward spiral for me, because he, those uh, frigates in the gun haulers, they just do massive damage, and even to the big fellas on my team. Um, I tried running up. But um, what is it? Because you can have fellas inside of the frigates in that? Yeah, because yeah, garrison- it's garrisonable. Yeah, he had all these garrisonable units, and he had some of his leaders in there. Um, the fun part was I could target the leaders inside the frigates and the gun haulers, mm-hmm. even though they weren't really visible. That was kind of an interesting play, but I, ne- I didn't actually get a lot to try with that. Um, the biggest part of that game for me was when he turned off the ward for my general. And just unloaded onto him with those frigates, like that's just wild. That can just hurt a carrot. They can just hurt a player so bad in moments where they need that general to be alive. Um, the score it was the, probably the biggest upset. But again, I had an awesome time. It ended two eighteen. I think I was tabled to turn four. Yep. Yes. <laughs> it was just. It was just a harsh. Harsh fight for me, but it was also, again, a great game. A lot of fun. Spinetti was just an awesome fella to play this game with.
4: You're never upset to draw Ben Spinetti, because he's a fantastic dude. And you can never be
0: upset against Mr. Spinetti. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
3: and, fuck. Go away.
5: <laughs> my favourite <laughs> part of game... Get out. Uh, get out. The favourite part of the game was actually when I threw my Butcher into his Magmadroth that I'd weakened up a little bit, and... Um, the butcher took down the magmadroth, and me and Ben were just having a bit of a laugh and a play about saying all the frigga could see in its rearview mirrors was this magmadroth fall and a butcher walk around the corner with its heart in his hand. Uh. It was the greatest thing; just a lot of fun, a lot of narrative play about, and yeah, just a good laugh with Spinetti. But yeah, yeah, yeah. tough nice. game, but I had a lot of fun.
4: Fantastic,
3: right? Yeah. Uh, do you boys do anything special on the Saturday night? <laughs>
4: Uh, we stuck around for trivia. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out fun. to the mortally wounded boys, because that trivia was so much fun. Shout out yeah. to Liam
5: for letting us cheat.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about?
2: Liam and Blake definitely didn't cheat during that trivia. Not at all. Huh. Don't know what you're talking about,
0: mate. Don't know what you're talking about.
3: Right, so am I, am I going to... Did you guys win?
0: Or
2: oh yeah, we won. Of course, we won. The cunt cheated. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Fantastic. That's what I like to hear. Uh, no, uh, channel, I like, any, I like anyway to think impossible. I
0: like to think we won because one of the questions was specifically geared towards me. Uh, just, uh, just
4: question. Edit this out. Hey boys. It,
0: it was. Uh...
2: So Chris, um, I've it... already used my Gap Games voucher, so too bad. Get it back.
3: <laughs> but there's. Was... Am I correct in thinking there's a like a um. Question directly aimed at a Specky Ranger.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Question was, how much damage can, what is the maximum amount of damage Scarbrand can do in one round of combat?
3: Oh, fuck, you would have come in your pants. Oh,
0: I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, yes. Put
5: this into context. If I didn't tell him that included every weapon that Scarbrand fought with.
4: Put it into context, they had like celebrity questions. So they had like some videos that were pre recorded obviously by um, well known people in the Warhammer community um, that like run um, in a, a I'm question. upset that they didn't ask me a question. Yeah. <laughs> Something about Cities of Sigma. Nah, um and I think the question came from Tubby from yeah, yeah. Notorious? Is he a corn boy? No, not Tubby, uh, Sean Bates. Sean Bates. Sean, it was big Sean. Um, Sean. And uh, yeah, obviously he's a massive corn player, so they got him to ring in the Scarbrand question. And uh, we all had to hold our beer because Blake knocked over the table with his erection. Oh yeah, I, I can
3: see that happening.
4: Oh, I was very... The funny. best part of that whole night, man, I don't even care about trivia, the best part of that whole night was Jono from CAOS just fucking feeding Blake shit the whole time, drunk as fuck. Oh yeah, um, It's just an absolute fun night. It was tops, man. Top, top night. It's the, good to um, see something get what, done on the Saturday
2: night. Be one of yeah, the best John. lines I've heard in my life. Um, so for those that don't have context, we're doing a list review for Sydney Slaughter, and just out of nowhere, um, you no, know, no setup or anything. Blake goes, "If I could fuck one AOS model, it would be Scarbrand." Um, <laughs> so the whole weekend, Jono's hanging shit on him for for being into Scarbrand, then hanging shit on him for probably a good a solid hour, and then out of nowhere goes. But imagine if this bloke ever, ever finds women. I I nearly broke my ribs laughing like, holy we shit. We were all
0: just fucking, like, <laughs> on the cry floor. laughing in
4: hysterics. On the it was floor.
0: And uh, I, I think, think the highlight of our, so of, of the trivia before we actually had trivia was that fucking Off-It's Chop's chicken shop down the road.
3: Was it like a little Greek chicken shop?
0: Yep. Like, yeah, I, those, I, I don't know what fuck- the fuck was in their sauce, like... You know, but it was too good.
3: Fucking earth. Fantastic. Okay. Right, boys. Uh, should we press on to round four? Yeah, let's do it. right up, Blakey. Lead us off, champ.
0: Yeah, so uh, round four, that was against uh, my new best friend and idol, Liam Burnett Blue with Doc.
3: I swear to God, you fap over Liam. Oh, man. you know. I mean, I would too. He's a beautiful man. man. Yeah. But like... You take it
0: next level. You know he may have spent the entire trivia night trying to uh, match Joel's level of mind games, but I'd already fortified my mind after fighting Joel. So um, hmm. yeah, went into it. Um, it was a solo. Sol- it was um, the vice, um, which was good for me, especially because of the sheer amount of distance being the only battle plan where you have to stay twelve inches away from your opponent's territory, or so I think it's twelve. Um, so he couldn't actually get into me turn 1. Yeah. So um I he went first um then I I went in, got the double and the mistake I made is I definitely overcommitted. So I sent in a boomthirster as well as scarbrand. And admittedly scarbrand did a fair bit of work, but he was just too far out from getting the maximum amount of buffs he needed. Uh he deleted a whole squad of witch elves, um 11 out of 15 um combat snakes and whatnot but um just wasn't enough and my boomthirster on the other side of the table only killed about five out of 15 bow snakes and then i went to um returning fighting and liam just deleted scarberry and deleted a um boomthirster then hit the snakes with the four up rally and um got almost all of them back and just proceeded to capitalize on that momentum and just went straight in and just mopped the floor with me so i definitely um Definitely paid the price for overcommitting, but um, I definitely think if I wasn't so you know cornate and just run forward and brrr, may have had some play in there. But no, great opponent. Liam's always solid, you know, a bit of a shit stirrer, but you know, I love a shit stirrer. Hey, shit.
3: He's, a, he's a quality bloke.
0: Yeah, I, lo- I love I love shit stirring, so he's a quality bloke. Hung, you know, can't wait to see him at our Bathus Bathus GT because before we even started our game, um, I already told him I want you to go across to that table where our Jarrod was playing, only across the way. And I said, I want you to grudge him for Bathurst GT. So Liam sauntered on over to the table and went up to Jared and says, I'm grudging you because uh Jared did not want to be grudged, so you just see Jared just go, Fuck <laughs> So I'm um, yeah
4: I don't like grudges. I like random pairings at tournaments because I like to play people that I don't get the opportunity to play. But have you or played like that Liam, I don't then? No, I haven't, but I know him. Black. <laughs> like, you know, yeah? know him pretty well. So I like to play people that I don't know yeah. and like meet new people in the community and stuff. But like I'll happily play the dude. I'm I'm looking forward to our game. It should be pretty fun. So. Yeah.
0: And um yeah, the game with Liam is the one that finally pushed me over the edge to uh get some uh Docker my cock.
4: <laughs> so what you're telling us is you got so salty? Hey,
0: I, mean, I never you... I never got salty,
4: man. You went out and bought the best army in the game. Hey, I, mean, I never got salty, man. You know. Okay. Should, should... Yeah, sick super tired of pushing shit uphill. We were in the car on the way home, man. We had to open the windows to let all the salt out.
0: No, it was just all my farts, <laughs> man. No, it was a great game. Um, yeah, definitely got pumped. and um, But no, it was solid we overall. Are... I ever want to be in a car with Blake again when he's oh, driving. Oh, I'm
4: sorry, you boys. Know. I will drive from now on. Oh, just I because I drive
0: like a fucking weapon.
4: You drive like a fucking maniac, cunt. I did not think I was going to live through that car ride. Yeah, you got there alive, though.
0: So, yeah, I'll, um, I'll pass the floor over to you then, Jeremiah. mate.
4: Oh, hey, what happened, cool. Jaren? Tell me about it. Tell you all about it. Let me just look up my notes here, boys. Give me one Feed, so you
3: know. feed my FOMO.
4: <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah. So, round four, I played Rob Carlin. Fucking shout out to Eww. Rob Carlin. What a fucking bloke. Absolute... I think Rob's a bit of a cunt from the sounds of you and Joel, Like. Nah. <laughs> Not at all man. Rob, Rob's
3: a
2: fucking legend.
4: Rob's probably <laughs> one of the nicest dudes I've ever played Warhammer with, He's an absolute top unit. Um so Rob was playing Magikin and Nurgle. He was playing Drowning Guard. Uh sorry, Droning Guard, which is the one that um is better for demons. Plague Flies. I yeah, think. so
0: demons and Neg1 to hit on the first battle round.
4: That's right, yeah. So the the flies and neg one to hit. Um so he had a great unclean one. He had the Flail, Master of Man, and then he gave the Guo Flaming Weapon. He had Gutrot Spume uh, for the Deep Strike, he had Orgot's Demon Spew and Blower Brot Spawn, so he had two Magoth Lords. Um, He had two lots of three Plague Drones and five Black Kings, uh, and he had Hunters and a Vanguard, so... I looked at this list, I looked at Magakin first of all and thought, fuck, this is going to be a shit matchup for me because Magakin loves MSU units and they're really hard to get through. Um, But I think this one in particular was actually a pretty good matchup for my list because he had a lot of big monsters and that's really where my list likes to play, is just taking down big single units. So... um, flavor of the day again we're playing the vice which is a really good battle plan for stormcast because we can just sit back and shoot stuff um so i gave rob first turn he moved his stuff up the board um nurgle's not traditionally very fast so he capped those first two objectives and then moved up um trying to get ready for round two when they move into the center um didn't really do much just got his battle tactic scored five points um or four points because he didn't hold more yeah um my turn one, I double tapped into Blobe with the Raptors. I didn't kill him. I think I left him on a couple of wounds. Um, Just moved up the board a little bit. Um, Getting ready to cap the objectives when they moved. Um, Round two, I think I got the one to two double. Um, I shot Blobe again. I translocated the dragons around the back. He left me just a big enough hole between the guo and some obscuring terrain where i could land four dragons um i charged a unit of flyers on the side and then i used a three inch pile in to just get within range to fight the great unclean one um so turn one i didn't kill anything turn two i killed globe the great unclean one a unit of flyers and he dropped oh he dropped his five black kings turn 1 with Orgo, uh, with uh, the little character dude that does the deep strike um and he took my objective yeah I think um so that was a pretty good play by rob um so I sent the nitroconus over there to deal with that um I took uh sever the head as my grand strategy so I had to kill all these heroes um which made sense because I knew I had to kill all the big monsters anyway, um, to really have any impact in the game. So I killed the little Deep Strike guy with the Nitroconus turn one. Um, killed the other two monsters turn two with the dragons, um, and then the other Magoth Lord come in uh later in the game. Um, turn three, he come in, um, fought some dragons. I think I killed him bottom of turn three and then just retreated my whole army into the center getting ready for that objective to move turn four. Um, I think I had one dragon left alive. What? No, he no, he killed all the dragons. Um, so he scored some prime hunter points there, but um, I had like 15 Libs, six Raptors, a uh, Knight Draconis and a Lord Relicta all in the center. Um, and then the objective moved under my army turn four. So um, very hard for Rob to get it back. He only had, I think, like one unit of Flyers and some uh he had a sloppity that he summoned. Um, so yeah, I end up taking the win on that one. Um, so I was three to one. Uh, the score was uh, 24 to 15. He um, it sounds like a quality player like oh dude he's a great bloke. He was um, what doing uh,
0: my game five when we get into that.
4: yeah be fantastic dude. Army um, was like fantastically painted. Um, he's a hobbyist at heart. But yeah, Rob, if you're listening, you're a great dude and I would definitely play you again. So, yeah, 3-1. Pretty you, happy. You didn't, you
0: didn't tell us you about the noises he made when he killed his Nurglings.
4: Oh yeah, his Nurglings, man. He summoned some Nurglings. Yeah. And he was fucking so stoked with them. That
0: was some sexy Nurglings. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best part, I think, is he magnetised the head on the Great Unclean one. Yeah, yeah. And um, my dragons took out the Guo turn two and he like removed the head and then sat it on the base of the dragon like a trophy so that's pretty cool oh yeah
3: yeah right joel uh how was your round four
2: um round four i had jacob strachan um hope i'm pronouncing your last name right there jacob if you listen um jacob is having a like a real crack at um Getting into, you know, the, the top players and, and top competitive Warhammer, um, which is really good to see. Um, I think he's definitely got the, the tools and the ability to get there. Um, unfortunately for Jacob, this was against Bok on the Vice with um, Lumineth. Um, so it was Severeth, 30 Sentinels, 2 blocks of 20 Wardens. Um, I think there was a Cathelar in there and a Lawseeker. No, not a Cathalar, the, um, the hero on the horse that gives other things a 5 region. Yeah, that gives a 5-up Power of Hish. Um, so, or and... I can't remember, something like that. Um, it, unfortunately, this one on the Vice, I think it' a um, pretty shit mission for Luminath into Bok. Um, Sentinels can't do anything for a couple of turns. Um, then by the time I put my units in range for him to hit, it's turn 3. Um, when the objectives are about to come to the middle, he can't do enough damage to wipe out my blobber angle as I've sat there. The Sentinels in one in one volley and then I just rally them back because um, a four-up rally is awesome. Um, so I slowly ground him out, wait till turn three, um, and then I just basically sent my whole army um, up into his, his army and wiped out I think basically the 40 Wardens in one combat and then um, I think I won the roll for, for turn four. And um, we just called it there because then my whole army was just going to go in and, and take out all the Wardens. Oh, sorry, not the Wardens, the Sentinels that were sitting behind the Wardens. Um, no, it was, it was a pretty good tight game, but I think um, it was just unfortunate for Jacob that we matched up on the vice. I think if we had matched up on you know, a normal uh, lengthways deployment, um, he definitely would have had much more play because he definitely could have yeah, been yep. shooting shooting turn one and shooting the stuff that he wants to shoot um, with his Sentinels. So... Um, I think I got a bit lucky there, to be honest. Yeah.
3: Okay, nice. Yeah. Righto, uh Big Dog Luke. How did you go, mate? Uh
5: righty, uh my game four was against uh Steven uh... Patterson And it was me and my my ogres versus his iron jaws. He had two more crushers, two uh war chanters, I believe the fellas are. Um he had a bunch of Oryx, some pig riders, and yeah, they're brutal if they can get into you uh so the the grand strategy i believe i chose was for me to kill uh me for me to uh, i'm stuttering because i'm that fucking dumb uh was for me to keep my general alive but make sure that my general killed his general so vendetta i think that's called Vendetta yeah um was was probably the biggest mistake of the game for me was actually not pushing up really aggressively I pretty much stayed in my deployment for two turns, and then I thought, righty, when he brings his stuff into me, I'll charge them, try and get as much as I can off in terms of wounds from my trampling, but that was the beginning of the end, as soon as I didn't get anything like that off. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it's, it's coming along, so he got, uh, so I went first, but like I said, I sort of took a couple turns and stayed along my deployment zone. Um, and then, yeah, because of how he can issue, uh, what was it? There's a, there's a command trade or something. It is for more crushers where they can issue three of the same command for Oh, nothing, that's just an ability, ability war from, scroll. Or is it an ability? Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize. All I know is it's just an absolute pain to deal with. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty busted. Especially when you go into, you're fighting one, like you choose one unit and he's like, right, oh, I'm issuing all that defense and it's gone for these two other squads as well that you're about uh-huh. to fight into. It was just brutal to try and chew through his units. But all in all, uh, really good game. Uh, it ended, well, I believe it was 1726, so not a bad loss, not a end or that sort of thing in my mind. Um, I did get tabled in the end of it, but again, that's because of my own mistakes of not being aggressive. Yeah. But um, yeah, he had an absolutely awesome army as well. Like He went for a whole winter theme, uh, Christmas theme.
3: Oh yeah, He had oh, this yeah, was that Santa Claus guy. Yeah, yeah, he had the
5: Santa moles yeah, and all that sort of thing, and it was just awesome. <laughs> as he had like surfboards under his boards uh, or all that sort of thing, and then yeah, he just had his more crushes on these big ice ice blocks, and it was just great. Fuck yeah!
1: <laughs> Radio, all right, all.
5: good game. Had a lot of fun. Radio
3: sounds good, man. Um, Blake, hit us up with your final game.
0: Yes, so... Uh, Rob Carlin, Nurgle. Um,
4: yeah, Robbie Carlin.
0: Yeah, so um, once again, this is another case of, looks of looking like I was going to be going into um, Legion of the First Prince. And then it got changed up to um, to Rob, his Nurgle. And I was kind of excited, because normally um, I love a good Nurgle matchup, especially with my Demon Prince. But um, apparently... Corn uh, had heard the whispers of me wanting to start a daughters of Cain army after playing Liam, and decided to go fuck you. We're not going to let you roll a single save on your bloodthirsters. So um yeah it went into right actually yeah so uh, went into it. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was can't remember the mission. I'm pretty sure it was apex. The one where you pick the apex it's predators, a... but they don't call it apex. It's survival predators. of the fittest. Yeah, survival of the fittest. Uh,
3: um, so is this the game where you like nearly chucked your thirsters in the bin
0: almost nah so what? Was, so I gave him first turn had old mate with the boat rock up with um rock up by himself behind my lines to uh, steal an objective from me which is pretty cheeky um went into it went into my turn sent a bloodthirster into the um into a sequel character left him on one wound I was like fuck here we go The I can't remember the Nurgle spell, but it's the one where you just get to put disease on everything within range of a. Oh yeah, yeah, and he hit almost my entire army with it on his turn one. So you know, right off the bat, I'm already taking damage. Luckily though, Scarbrand um, and a bit of a reverse time as well. Back to Joel's game, his six up spell ignore he got every single one on the weekend. Scarbrand was never affected by a spell that entire weekend. It was fuck. It was fucking Gw, amazing. please
4: nerf corn. <laughs>
0: um, so uh, yeah, that's
3: yeah. A cooked dice there, mate.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah. Went into my turn two. Uh, sent Scarbrand up. He um knocked out one of the um one of the lords. Um knocked out the Guo um in by double fighting. So knocked out two big monsters in one go. Um, but he was already up to seven disease points, and but had only taken seven wounds on Scarbrand. Um, don't you know who knows about bloodthirsters, but they have 14 wounds. Got to the Battleshock phase. Uh, old Carlin, seven dice, seven four-ups. Bang. Oof. Killed Scarbrand. Yes.
4: Fuck yes, Rob.
0: And I was like, well, shit. Because with Scarbrand dead, you know, the entire idea was he was just going to heal, pivot left, deal with everything else. But he got knocked out by disease and i'd already lost one boomthirster then scarbrand was dead then my other boomthirster he died from disease as well so then it was just literally left up to me with summoning and a single um whippy boy Thirster, and a couple of other units to try and um, get as many points as i could and admittedly um scraped it close to a um a tie but um rob just got away with me in the end by about two points But it was a really tight game. Rob's fucking amazing, you know. He just summoned in his Nurglings, and he's like, fuck yeah, Nurglings! And I'm like, yeah! He was so pumped about
4: those Nurglings.
0: Yeah, and it was just, it was so so good, you know. We took heaps of photos throughout the game, because we just looked at it. We're both deployed on the line. Just like a classic game of Warhammer. We're both on the line. Just go to the middle, punch each other's faces. Let's go.
3: Sounds like, um,
2: I wish my my girlfriend looked at me the way Rob looks at his uh, Nurglings.
0: (laughs) Oh, I wish anyone, I wish anyone wishes they um and they someone would look at them like Rob looks at his Noglings, or that I how I look at Skybrand's ass.
3: Well, we know, bro. I, I don't think like you looking at Skybrand's ass is cute. I think that's freaking.
0: Oh, sod off! It's kind of gay. <laughs> yeah, I like
3: sounds like you like big red demons. Yeah, man. Definitely watch Hentai. But
0: But yeah, it was a great way. Great, great. <laughs> Great, great end of the weekend. Um, yeah, so if you're listening, Fuck yeah, man. yeah. So um, yeah, I passed. Oh, the they dildos. have those black
2: dragon, um,
0: black dragon dildos. I wonder if
2: um, Blake's got a, a Scar <laughs> brand version. Scar uh, brand one. Uh, <laughs> no, you know,
3: there's, you know, it's like uh, like those pussy and ass things that uh, you can get.
1: Oh, <laughs> they
3: feel like the <laughs> feel like the oh. oh. Scar
0: oh, brand f- ass edition. He's definitely got one of them that he's painted red. Just with <laughs> red spray. Yeah, fucking <laughs> hell. But yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pass the torch over to uh, Jared
2: for his game five. He, uh, painted it red and, and glazed it with blood for blood, God.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, sweet. Yeah, so we went into pairings for round five. Um, it looked like I was going to go into one of the scrub hammer lads um, who was playing at least very similar to Luke. So it was more tribes with a bunch of horns and stuff. Um, I was pretty keen to play that cause I know that my list in particular does fairly well against something like that with a few big targets that I can hit. Um, and then the pairings got switched up a bit because people were, were paired against people that they'd already played. Um, and I end up going into Gargans. So nice. I played Mitch Gleason, um, also from scrub hammer. Shout out to the boys from scrub Um, some of the best dudes you can play Warhammer with, and uh, they had a pretty good showing at Sydney Slaughter considering that they're all from like Port Macquarie. There's like 11 of, of to... them
0: in total, I believe.
4: Yeah, and they're all fucking good cunts. Like, good blokes. Um, yeah, so he was playing Sons of Behemoth, he had Breaker Tribe, uh, he had two Gatebreakers, one was the General, um, and he had the Idiots with Flags command trait, so he was plus one to hit for anything in my army that has a Banner Bearer. Um, he had the Enchanted Portcullis, which gave him a 6 up ward save. The other Gatebreaker had the Mana Core Venom, so plus 1 to wound once per game. Um, he had two War Stompers, one of them had Arcane Turn Flaming Weapon. Um, and then double bosses of the Stomp. Um, obviously, two artifacts. It's pretty standard Gargan's list. Um, I'd never played Gargan's up until this point. I managed to dodge them at most events, so I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I knew the old adage of take down a Gargant per turn and you'll be fine. Um, And I was pretty confident that I had the damage to do that. So, yeah, just deployed. I think my first mistake was I deployed a little bit too defensively um, because I was pretty scared of the Gatebreakers chucking rocks at my Raptors and stuff. Um, So, yeah, I I sort of went in the back corner a bit, um, gave Mitch first turn, uh, he strolled up onto all the objectives, and just stood there, doing Gargan stuff. Um, I took my first turn, I double tapped into one Gatebreaker, didn't kill it. Uh, just scored my Battle tactic, scored objective... I uh, didn't score any objectives, sorry, because he had Gargans on all of them. Um, oh no, sorry, he had the... we are playing three objectives, and he had the bottom one and the center one, so I translocated five Liberators up onto the one in the top corner. So I scored one objective and my battle tactic and didn't kill a gargant. And I was a bit concerned because um, I hadn't brought one down in a turn. Uh, but then I doubled Mitch one to two, um, shot the Gatebreaker off the board that I'd injured previously, translocated some dragons and killed the other one. Um, so I killed two in turn two. So I was pretty, pretty happy with that. Um, I did bring it down as my battle tactic turn two and I end up doing it with the Nitroconus. So I got plus one monster point and I also got the plus two prime hunter points because Nitroconus is not on the list. So I think that was a big round of scoring Enjoy. for me. Um that Arcane Tone Flaming Weapon Man is a pretty good combo on Nitroconus. Makes his sword three damage, so it's pretty pretty powerful. Um but then yeah, the rest of the game was just um a gargant killed some dragons. Dragon killed some gargants. Um, it got to turn. Uh, what do we got here? Turn three. Um, turn four. And uh, Mitch had no gargants on the table, so I just ran around scoring some points and doing some stuff. And yeah, I ended up getting the win 28 18. So I finished the weekend 4 1. Um, solid. Pretty, pretty happy with that. Um you can't Mitch, argue with
1: that mate
4: nah very happy um, Mitch was a fantastic opponent would play him again top bloke um, I think we've got some scrubby boys coming to Bath's GT so hopefully Mitch can make it and I'll buy him a beer um, but yeah great weekend fantastic tournament 4-1 um, end up in the top 10 I finished 7th so that's my second top 10 finish in two tournaments so I'm, I'm Really, really stoked with that. Hopefully, I can sort of keep up that sort of momentum, but yeah, great weekend, yeah, Vlad. Masters for you, man. Keep I going. fucking hope so. That's the goal, um, that's my hobby goal. I want to make masters. I don't care if I if I spoon, I just want to go. So,
3: yeah, sweet. Righto, Joel, uh, what about you, man?
2: Um, yeah, so at this point, um, I was sitting on four and oh, um, I'd got all my grand strats, I denied my opponent every game, um, because like I said, people keep trying to kill Shagoth and no one even did a win to him, um, at that point I think I was sitting on top, so playing off for the tournament, um, and I was really happy with my list choices and decisions, and my army choice, because obviously I was paying off at this point, um, got drawn into Ash McEwen, um, he was playing Gargants, um, had a Gatebreaker, a Kraken Eater, um, a War Stomper, and two babies, um, and a Shackles. Um, I think the best part about that list was the Shackles, as I'll get into. Um, so the mission was... Fuck, I can't remember the name of it, but it's one where you pick a Predator unit, uh, uh, three Predator units, and there's survival three... Of the the survival of the Fittest. Survival um, the Fittest, which I was a little bit worried about, because, you know, you'd rather verse Gargans on a... On a um, on a mission, I had more than three objectives. Um, so Ash took turn one, um, you know, runs up onto the three objectives. Um, before that, um, goes, all right, Kraken Eater, he's got the wizard hat, he's going to cast Shackles. Um, next one, Arcane. Oh, double sixes. uh oh, 13. Um, yep, can't unbind that one. Um, so sitting right on the middle objective, um, right in front of his uh Kraken Eater was a nice little triangle of Shackles. Um and then it took me until I think turn four to dispel that shackles, just couldn't even roll a seven, no matter how hard I tried, um even with arcane um so that made the game um way more difficult than it than I thought it should have been um so yeah, really paid off putting that in the list um I was pretty tight the first couple of turns um but as the game went on did did some clutch rallies, I think he got my six blobber dragon ogres down to two, then I rallied, got all four back in one rally, so that was pretty cool. Um, thanks Rally. Um, very cool. Um and now I just slowly ground him out, killed enough Gargons, got as um as Jared was saying, you get a shitload of bonus points for killing gargons these days. Yeah, two um, Gargan. So um I think I ended up winning about twenty eight to twenty and um ended up taking the tournament. So um you know, I wasn't going there you know, super trying. Like it's nice to win, i always try to win every game. Hmm. Wasn't going hmm. there with the goal to win. Um just wanted to... Do really well and enjoy playing Bok, Cause uh, Zangor is some of my favourite models, and I've never used them. They sat on the shelf, gathering dust for two years. Um, no, it was, it was good to get the win, and um, yeah, had a really good tournament. Um, thanks to Chris and James, I had, had an awesome time. Um, second time I've been to Sydney Slaughter, and um, I think it's definitely one of the the premier events on the calendar. So yeah, definitely um,
0: defended your title.
2: Um, oh yeah, yeah, well yeah, I won the previous Sydney Slaughter, so it was good. Yeah, it was good to defend the title. I guess yeah. Someone has to come and take it off me for the next one.
0: I don't think that's possible. It won't be me. (laughs) You got this man, come on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, Lucas, you want to give us your game five?
5: To me, the final one of the day. (laughs) Uh, So my game five was against Harry Moore. He was another uh, fellow from the Scrubhammer crew, really great guy. And really great mob, and it was really awesome to see all of those fellas turn up at Sydney Slaughter. And like Jared said, they're all from Port Macquarie. So, yeah, it was just awesome that they could dedicate that time to come up and play at the Sydney Slaughter. Congrats on those fellas. Uh, so, for me, uh, so I was playing Harry Silvernith. Um Not an army I've really fought much before. I knew, I knew little about them. All I knew is that the Tree Lord Ancients are a little bit dangerous, so try to avoid those guys what you can. Um, His list included a Spirit of uh, Durthu, which had the Seek New Fruit and the Silent Sickle, which was, in my mind, pretty scary, seeing that thing, and especially when it was just running up on me, destroying some uh, units of mine. Now, he had Drychar. She's pretty crazy with that little bit of she can double up her shooting or double her attacking. Uh, he had a Branch Wraith and a Warsong Revenant, and that Warsong Revenant was just a pain. I could never get to it because it was hidden amongst all its trees. Uh, he had some pretty, some pretty decent squads for his battle line. He had Dryads, more Dryads, and some Tree Revenants. And then he had two average Tree Lords uh, that were included in it as well. It was... Honestly, just an awesome slobber knock, that game between me and him. It was just a constant back and forth, back and forth, who would fall first. Um, In the end, none of us were tabled, but it ended at a 27-27. But unfortunately for Harry, he did not get his his grand strategy, was to keep battle line in line. And I took Beastmaster, and luckily the general was pretty much the only surviving model for me, which who was a monster. So, a really awesome game, and like I said, it was just constant back and forth, like, I don't think I'd ever have another game as close and as as great as it was against Harry. But, um, yeah, awesome for those fellas. It was really difficult for me in that game, because just trying to fight Sylvaneth when he's putting trees up left, front right, and centre, blocking me off, so I had no chance getting around to most objectives unless I pretty much charged into a unit and just... Uh, what's the... Uh, smash to rubble. It's the only way I could get through those trees, or if I just had a unit that was small enough to walk through them. But yeah, awesome game, Twenty-seven, twenty-seven. The grand strategy is what gave me that game the win. Uh, finishing up my Sydney Slaughter with 2-3, a lot better than what I've actually ever done before in any tournaments. Normally, I'm always going 0-5 because... For me, I'm not massive into the competitive scene. I just love playing the games, love getting my ogres out on the field. But this 2-3 was just a massive push for me and a massive boost to my morale in terms of playing ogres because I'm just getting there and getting higher with my plays with them.
1: Yep. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man.
5: Yeah, it was an awesome weekend. And again, cheers to the mortally wounded fellas for running an awesome tournament.
1: Righto, well... uh... Yeah, I guess that's Sydney slaughter wrapped
3: up. Um, I can go over the one dayer if you like. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Bloody right, yeah, SL. So. Um, obviously, on that weekend, I couldn't go. I've been battling pneumonia for quite a few months, um, but I did. I did go to a one dayer down in Bathurst, uh, held by the man himself, Todd. Um, Donny. Yeah, good old Heimstadarian That's what his name would be if he was a Nazi So That's what I <laughs> like to uh, <laughs> Um, So we got down there And it was, it was six players So from crutch Emma you had myself and Lorsa. Um, Got down there And one of the players Had pulled so It ended up being five player event Now usually Old Heinz, Tadarian, um, usually drops so that everyone can get a game in, but I don't like that. Like, I feel like he just sits out too many events for other people. So we took a vote uh, and we voted just to have a bye. Um, I took the buy first round, so I got myself a nice cruisy 20-0 there. Um, the only 20-0 I'd get. Anyway, round two, I came up against old mate James Kennedy. Um, He was running Nighthorn in the Emerald Host, up against my Squigs in Jaws of Mork. So, obviously, a very well matched uh, game. (coughs) He uh, he took Kurdos, Aurak the Drowner, Guardian of Souls, Lady Olinda. Uh, Chainrass, Spirit Host, Spirit Hosts, Grimglass Reapers, and the Black Coach. Oh, and some um, Dreadswythe Uh So going into this, I was not expecting to win it, um, which spoiler alert, I did not. <laughs> typical, typical me. Anyway, uh, I max scored turns one and two, and maybe got like a little bit. Not going to say cocky, but uh, you know, a little bit hopeful that I'd maybe scratch out a win or a draw. Yeah. Um, and then turn three kicked around and he just pushed my shit in. Uh, I was pretty much tabled by top turn four. Um, unfortunately, the game went to time. Uh, James was new to the army uh, with a new book. So, it was a, a bit of a slower game. But, you know, James is always quality to play. He's a good bloke. Um, always fields a, a, a fully painted army, or very close to. And, yeah, um, he got the major win there. Uh, sending me to the, the bottom tables. Um, I was kind of thinking I'd get drawn up against Loso, Uh But in the end, I got drawn up against Dean with his barrack thing, um, KO. Uh, another fantastic, um, match up to me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so, Dean just did the usual KO stuff, uh, shoot the fuck out of me and fly high.
4: Um, Standard KO shit. Yeah, yeah,
3: just shenanigans. Uh, and yeah, he, he pulled away with a major win, um, which left Lawson and I both sitting on no wins except for the buy, and competing for wooden spoon. Um, I think Lawson got me by three points, so I took out the wooden spoon.
4: Nice. Hey, <laughs> quality showing. Winning.
3: At least you win something. Oh, <laughs> I win in most areas of life. It's it's fine. I can lose games.
0: So yeah, I think. Well, when's uh, so Todd's next event? When's that one again? Thirtieth of 30, July.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. So if uh, anyone listening, you want to uh come down to Old B Town for a bit of a um, Freaky one day, a bit of a canapé before the uh main course of Bathurst GT. Come on down.
3: Um. So, right, obviously, we've
4: got the General's Handbook and that's this, just released. And Before we jump into that, does everyone want to do a Play of the Day?
0: Um, I think I've covered most of my Play of the Days uh, during the um breakdown.
4: If you had to pick one from the weekend, so like Play of Sydney Slaughter, what do you reckon it'd be?
0: Oh, oh man. It, it it would have to be, Scarbrand just knocking out Archion, just okay. crack crack. Or when he knocked out all of those Hearthguard Berserkers, you know, just bang.
4: Fair well, enough.
0: Basically, anything involving Scarbrand is just an auto play the game for me. Sorry.
4: I think we've seen that coming. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, how about yourself? I, th- I think for you, you, you you documented it very well in the group chat with uh, some mortal wounds, breaths off the dragons.
4: Oh, dude, yeah. Um, I think it was my last game. This is not my play of the day, but I think my last game I rolled like 22 mortal wounds on dragon breath or something, so it was pretty crazy. Um, but my play of the day goes to Robbie Carlin. Um, so I think like turn four, the objective on the vice moved underneath my whole army. Um, and he had three Flyers and a Sloppity Bilepiper, and, uh, yeah, he was, you know, just playing the game out, and Mans charged Sloppity Bilepiper across half the board, like, made a long bomb charge onto the objective, and he actually killed Nitroconus. So, little cheeky Sloppity from the back, summon on, run, charge, killed the Nitroconus, and I was like, that was fucking pretty sick, so... My play of the day goes to Rob Carland
0: and he's
2: sloppity bile Uh, Joel, mate, what, are you, what was yours? Um, look, this is a this is a hard one. This is a toss up. Um, honorable mention for Jono to Jono um, from uh, Canberra. Oh, yeah. Um, for, um, you know, giving Blake everything he deserves in relation to Scarbrand. Yep. Um, my play of the day goes to Liam. Um, at the end of the tournament, uh, Christian James are doing a raffle and once your name got drawn, you went up the front, there was a table full of shit on it, picked your favourite thing and off you went. So Blake's sitting there complaining, Oh, when's my name getting called? Oh. I never did oh. that. <laughs> so um out, so Liam so Liam got his name called, he's going up the front. Um I make up his mind. Blake gets called next, up goes Blake, and sitting on the table is a um that fucking Lord thing from Lord. Gorian Lord. Lord, and just as Blake goes to reach, Liam's notice what Blake's going for, and has snatched that up from right underneath him. And um, and the tears and the salt we had to hear about on the drive home from <laughs> Liam, Fuck making up oh. Bingo look from Blake, oh, it was worth it. Play of the day, Liam. <laughs> Off to you, brother. Well done.
4: About you, Lukey.
5: Um, I don't really know what my play of the day would have really been. Um, there was a lot that went on, but I guess sort of, yeah, sort of like what Joel said. For me, it was just, uh, when, oh yeah, winning the raffle, I guess, could have been played the game. But again, it wasn't about winning. I was just happy to donate to a really good cause, which is what the boys were promoting for it. Um, but yeah, I reckon the Liam st- snatching it from Blake's hands was just the best part of it. <laughs> uh
4: if I had to pick another one it would be John o pelvic thrusting Blake's face on Saturday night. That was fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs>
1: um, Godbred,
0: Godbred.
4: um Yeah, so moving on to the next section. G H B.
0: Um, yeah, we'll do a quick little we'll do a quick little breakdown of it. Um because we're just about to hit the two um, hour mark.
1: Mm.
2: Just say um, thanks, thanks, Chris and James, for an awesome tournament, and hope you guys keep doing it every year because it is one of the highlights of the of the calendar for us here in New South.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to the Mortally Wounded boys, thanks heaps. Fantastic event, and can't wait for the next one. Um,
2: if you want more in, info about the uh, the event, probably much more in depth and interesting review than ours, go listen to their podcast, uh, Mortally Wounded. Oh, GHB, let's go, Blake
0: yes so yeah as everyone obviously knows the brand new um ghb released over the weekend and would be an understatement um to say that it hasn't that is shaked up the meta a little bit it um it's changed a lot from right from list building to actually playing the game on the tabletop the entire everything's been turned on its head the um the addition of our gelato, Gillette razor, gelatine veterans is um, a big, a big thing now, and um, I reckon we're really gonna have to see how that plays out because um, some armies definitely do have access to better battle line than others. <laughs> Stonker! <laughs> um, what? Yeah, so it's played a game against our uh, Josh with it, and um, yeah the the battle the battle tactics are nowhere near as easy as the um, old old battle. General's Handbook where it was just uh oh turn one, I'm gonna do monsters takeover, turn two, ferocious advance. It's no longer that. You actually really gotta work for them. And the grand strategies are a lot more difficult to do as well. There's there's not a lot of passive grand strategies anymore like Beastmaster or Prize Sorcery, where you just get points for shit surviving through the battle. Like, no, you've gotta work for it now. So it's going to be a lot of people retooling their lists, um, and going from there. So, um, since me and Josh played, I'll, um, hand it over to Josh to get his, um, thoughts on the new GHB. I think Josh is putting his kid in bed, mate, That's so well oh, you yeah. yeah, I'll pass it off to one of you two, then, because you also played a new mich- a game with the new GHB.
4: Uh, yeah, me and Joel had a game Friday night, new GHB, um... I think what you said about it shaking up the meta is definitely you hit the nail on the head. Um, I think a lot of people's lists that performed very well in the monster meta are not going to perform very well in this meta. Um, which is nice to see because it, it might get units back on the board that haven't been played much lately. Um, but yeah, definitely battle tactics and grand strategies are going to be a lot more difficult to achieve. Um, there's not going to be any of this hold hands and run turn one automatic battle tactic. I think it's going to require a lot more piloting.
0: Yeah, it's going to um, require a bit more, a bit more um, tact and thought.
4: Yeah, definitely. Scoring going to be very tight. I don't think there's going to be any of this just five points a turn scoring now. I think it's going to be... A lot of um, clawing to get battle tactics and using all your tools to deny your opponent. Yeah.
0: I think overall we're going to start to see um, lower scoring games compared to some of the blowouts that we used to see with the old Generals Handbook. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, you used to see some real big blowouts with the old GHB where it was like one person could get like in some battle plans close to 50 points. So you won't be seeing blowouts oh. like that anymore
4: except that one really stupid mission where you get the extra points for killing galley vets. I yeah. think that'll be an absolute blowout. But the rest of the book looks pretty good.
0: So, yeah, and the missions themselves are also very interesting and varied as well.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of um, unusual sort of missions in there. Yeah. Not your typical stuff that we've seen before.
0: Yeah, it's it's, def- it's definitely better than the, uh, the 40k Grand Tournament book where it's been essentially the same eight missions for the past three years. So, got to give props to, G- to um, GW for that. Like, they've really shaken up the missions and given us something fresh.
2: Um, my issue is there's a lot of missions that have stupid little extra rules that make them um, pretty unbalanced, um, mm-hmm. leaning towards certain types of army builds or units. So, actually, I think this GHB has less viable missions in it than the last one, which is a bit disappointing. Um, for some reason, they can't help themselves and write these stupid little rules... Um, to try and make it a bit more interesting or narrative, they do it in like a really shit way. Um, so, the one that's jumping out to me right now is Silk Steel Nests. Yeah. And when you burn an objective, you roll 2d6, and if you beat the unit's bravery, you take, take mortal d3 wounds. mortal wounds. And it's like the armies that are shit or, or are struggling or just have low bravery for almost no reason just get punished unnecessarily when things like, oh, Seraphon with your Ten Bravery and your Chaos Armies with your Ten Bravery, those sorts of things, that they, they don't care about that, they're never going to take Mortal Wounds, but then your poor Gitz Armies or your Orc Armies your Og Armies, they're, they're like four or your Skaven, like four, five, six Bravery it's like, why are we writing rules that punish these Armies so much harder than other Armies, it makes no sense, like if you're going to put something like that in a mission up D3 Mortal Wounds, I just don't have the rule there at all, like it's yeah. Things like that frustrate me. So, I think that is like one of the best missions I've ever written, which is the eight objectives and you burn one each turn. But then they put that rule in it and most sure on the mission, you know? It's, mm. I, I think I mean, that
0: I, be I think you won't see that mission a lot, anyways, because uh, other than um, the absolutely ancient first ed players, people only really have six objective markers.
4: No, there was a one objective like
0: marker last
2: because season. it makes you write a balanced list. Because a lot of the missions in this pack uh, this are, three, four, uh, are two, three, uh, maybe four. They're they they're really small and yeah. an objective and they're all 18 inches away from each other or the majority of them. It's like you really want an objective mission to really force people to change their list or, or if they don't change their list, they get punished for it and then put stupid little rules like that on the end of it that make you not want to use it.
0: So, yeah, I'm going to, um, to buy another two sets of mats for me
2: yeah so that's a bit disappointing, but um I think overall um the game's definitely gonna be much more interesting in a better place hmm. um, i want the two the two um sour spots to me are purple sun um well endless spells in general purple sun cogs um it's, it's something that you can roll a one on auto kill something should not exist i would almost oh, yeah, so guarantee
4: break. that gets backed
2: has to. It has to. Yeah.
4: They um, have to put a wound cap on a man. It has to be like it auto kills something with a wounds characteristic of five. Well, like less
0: Joel wounds. was saying, it, it was fine how it used to be. Like.
4: Yeah, because it was four or less Literally. Five or less wounds.
2: It's basically gone back to how it was the old Purple Sun. Obviously, the next one to Saves New, but the, the slain part was always there. It was just if you had the five or six wounds, well, then five or six wounds, you took 2d6 to mortals instead of auto slain. It's mm. like, why have they. Put that on there? It, it's sort of a bit confusing, I guess? Yeah,
4: I'd, I'd, I'm seriously expecting that to get a fact, Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think, s- like, a little gimpy 100-point wizard casting Purple Sun should be able to one-shot Archaon or, you know, Alariel or fucking some 800-point fucking god character. Like, that seems and, really um,
1: And
2: awesome. You hear people sitting there saying, oh, just or just unbind it, or just keep your ranges away. You no, know, someone rolls 12, next one, an came. there's not much you can do about that. Yeah, exactly. One doubles you, so they get to, it gets to move, you know, they get more control over it, gets to move again. You don't, you fail, you dispel, um, there's nothing you can do about that. It's got a three inch range, it's not within an inch, or just yeah. moves over. So, you move it, and then you get another move on it. There's not much you can do about that. And, be the best player you want, but your tournament can just be ruined, because some dude takes a purple sun, and rolls a gets one. to or sit next to, to your lario and rolls a one, and then, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. it, that, that shouldn't. Things like that shouldn't really exist in the game. I don't think that's so available to everyone.
4: Yeah, I think if I was to pick a sale point from the book, if we're gonna do that, I don't really agree with the idea of the bounty hunters battalion giving plus one damage to galley Vets. I think that that's my other one. yeah, it's gonna be pretty broken no, in bro, the addition that's blood. supposed to encourage battle line infantry. It's sort of it puts the game in a place where it really makes you not want to take that because people are just gonna be doing plus one damage to them across the whole board. Blood I don't really stomps. see why that had to go in. black like, I, um, I like nothing that it so exists good to I you. Just wish it was more
0: limited.
2: Yeah. There's six different ways you can do that, but um it's just too No, it's it's yeah, it's not limited enough. It's too
0: Yeah. It's if it was limited to like up. small stuff you know it'd be good but because you can put it on stuff like dragons like when you make them battle line, and well know.
4: even if they just done the one where they said you get plus one damage but you only get it to units inside the other battalion like the score three battalion so you had like your score three but i can't remember what the battalion's called but the one that makes your models count as three if you had the bounty hunters <laughs> battalion as you get plus one damage but you only get it to units inside this other battalion like, maybe it would be half-balanced?
0: I think it'd become too niche then if it was to do that, like, personally. I it's think It's
4: you could balance it, but at the end of the day, um,
0: it's... it's... GW. Yeah, G- 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 They're always going to do yeah, silly, good silly bugger stuff. It's
4: going to make um, the game interesting.
2: And you get all excited, like, oh, I can finally bring out me big hordes and shit again, and he's not going to see him now. It's the same as... I think it's worse than last edition against monsters. Like, at least monsters, there was bonus points and battle tactics. Mm. Um more so than for GVs in this one. like a lot of There is battle have...
4: tactics the way, and missions where you're going to need GVs, and especially with that new um, thing now where whoever goes second gets to pick the objective, proving grounds, yeah, and it can only be contested by GVs. So I think if you write a list um, with no GVs in it, you're going to suffer, but you're also going to take really? a lot of, load of damage.
2: Really, because all that says is you can't contest an objective. You still have If you have control of it before
4: that contest, you still control it. You don't lose control. You just can't contest yeah, but- it stuff like Tree Revenants or, you know, those little tiny shitbox units that teleport, they've only got to get a toe on your objective. And it doesn't matter if you've got a Mega Gargan or 60 Zombies or whatever. Like, well, 60 Zombies would be G V but like something that's not, they're going to take that away. So, I think there's definitely so, one or two units.
2: I take a low drop army. Um, I take second turn in the first battle round. I pick my, my objective to be the proving grounds. I've already gained control of it. Cause that happens before the battle round begins, and then that's crossed off the list, and that can never happen again. Mm. The rest of the game. Then what do you do?
4: Yeah, I don't know. Just play the
2: rest of the objective. So, I guess that's what I mean. the the way they've incentivized it would have been done um, much better, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting change. That's for sure. It'll take a, It'll be a while because it's shaken it up. So it's going to take a few weeks. Maybe a month or two, and we'll really start seeing some um, some real data on how the new GHB's is rocking and rolling.
4: Oh, it'll take yeah at least a, a month yeah. for the meta to settle, or to even start settling.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people are going to have to start, you know, frantically speed painting to change their lists up and and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I um... wouldn't be.
2: If the meta is not even settled by our tournament like it's going to take a long time this one i think it's not a very obvious puzzle like i thought the hb 21 was um
0: and another thing i'd like to touch on with this. another thing i'd like to touch on is the fact that it's um six months for this book mm. apparently that's all it is and personally pers- yeah. yeah like not confirmed but if it is six months personally i think that's too quick because yeah, for, for, for some for some people, it takes them months to get, like, an army on the table. And you don't really want to spend a few months getting your army on the table. Then only be able to feasibly use that army slash list for maybe a month or two before the next one comes out. Before the next General's Handbook comes out. You can almost... Like with you, Jared, it totally validates your list.
4: Oh, my list is fucking dead in the water, yeah. Yeah, but- it's good because now I'm going to play units that I probably wouldn't have played before.
0: Yeah, same. Like, I'm, um, I'm going to be using bloodletters of all fucking things because they might actually have some play.
4: I'm going to have to pivot hard away from Raptors, I think. I'm going to look at taking crossbow adjudicators instead. He's, take, um, he's
0: taking the training wheels off, boys. And
2: Oh, like, here's the problem, mate. Going like be, everything's going to be too damage against adjudicators and they're going to be
4: uh, toast. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it's, it's going to be like that for a lot of armies hmm
0: not me bros we buy oh. one wound but alone i die talking anyway talking
2: to, um, to Joel McGraw about this the other day good. he said um happy to have a GHB every 6 months as long as don't do as many big changes as they've done in this GHB mm. so maybe every year like in July they do a big change but every 6 months maybe they just refresh the missions they just tweak things it, like you. that and um and that sounded good to me
1: hmm
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think six-month intervals is definitely too quick to be doing doing an entire meta shake-up. But, I mean, it's GW, so they could pretty much come out and do whatever Whatever the the fuck fuck they they feel like.
2: And it's like, we can get twice as much money off these people doing two instead of one?
4: (laughs) Sign me up. And the fact that the GHB
0: now costs more, almost Um, the cost of a battle time
4: you got to have it to play the game, so... I mean, it is what it is, but...
0: Yeah, still. Yeah,
4: it just... It'd be nice to see... Yeah, I guess not such a big shake-up next time. Keep it... Maybe even, like, just do the same book, but just tweak what needs tweaking.
0: Yeah, but it also... Uh, I think it's good because, you know, coming from 40k, when the original um, Grand Tournament book got replaced and the next year's version come out, there was virtually no changes at all. And... It just, it just kept, it, the, the game felt stale to, for me. Like, it just felt yeah. stale. You were just getting, like, it did nothing to really address the problem factions. So, it, it just, whereas this DGHB, it's done a fuckload in terms of changes. Yeah. So It's yeah. definitely
4: shaken up the game.
0: Yeah. So, you got to give them props to that. Like, you know, ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. Mm. But, yeah, um... Speaking That's
4: of first takes on the GHB.
0: Speak um, Now time for a shameless plug. Um, shameless plugs. For the um, Bathurst GT, which is coming to you on September 10th and 11th uh, in the good old Bathurst, um, being run by Joel and myself, as well as a shitload of help from all of the other local Crutch Hammer boys. Mm-hmm. Um, 40-person event. um one of the probably not one of the first, but it's going to be close to one of the first big events under the new General's Handbook. I think um, our little twist is um, only allowing grand strategies and battle tactics from the General's Handbook itself. Um, we chose to do this as a way of a balancing um, patch, almost, because some books do have it a lot easier than others. Some books have it a lot harder than others. Like. I think I saw a tweet today... Um, I think it was from um, good old Pat Nevin... Saying that the um, the Daughters of Cain bat- book... Has more battle tactics that have bonus points... Than the actual
4: General's Handbook... So, it's the only battle term we've seen so far... That actually gives bonus points for battle tactics... Inherently in the battle term... Yeah,
0: so, yeah, so it's like... So we decided to do this as a way of like... A, a balancing patch... So it, it'll be a nice little experiment... See how it goes... Who knows, maybe in a year's time, stuff like that won't have to be done when every book has their battle tactics out and the the playing field's a bit more level, but yeah. But yeah, it's um, shaping up to a really good event. Already sold out all of the tickets. Um, so definitely, if everything flows well this year, it will be on next year. Um, maybe a bigger, better venue. But yeah, um, Calm
2: down. Let's not
4: get too ahead of ourselves. No, I'm
0: all about getting ahead of myself. So we're all going to be dead in 15 years from climate change. I'm going to, to enjoy my life. Um, we
4: know you like to get ahead of yourself.
0: Damn straight. Um, um, can we can we just talk a bit more about the GT? Yes. As I'm
4: flying through it.
0: Yes, that's what I, was to, um, I was going to pass it off to you. So a bit more of a level head to speak.
2: Um, so the GT, yeah, it's, look, it's been a pretty big endeavor. Um, I never really wanted to run a tournament. Wasn't really something I was interested in, um, but a lot of the local boys were keen, and um, you know I've I've been around the scene a little bit longer than you guys, so I've got a bit a bit more of an idea of of how things uh, I guess should be done and what makes a good tournament. Um, so I put the hand up, um, really to you no, know, I, I could run one because I've I've been to God knows too many tournaments. and to to really give you guys a helping hand and hopefully I can, you know, um, this one on and with everyone's help, of course, um, and then hopefully um, once you guys have have had a taste for it, you'll you'll be keen to jump on and and someone else can step up next year and organise and TO it. Um, But no, everyone's been fantastic. I'm throwing in their mats, their terrain, their boards, anything they can do to help. Um, Definitely wouldn't be possible that everyone here and others that aren't, um not help can't join us tonight but are but are really willing to help and, and lend all their stuff um so we're super excited um yeah september ten eleventh we are sold out but the wait list only has a few on it so if you're keen um, jump on Bathurst G t on facebook I'm sure it'll come up it's flick flick Blake or myself a message um the big selling points for our event um is it's b y o grog um so we wanted to give everyone the opportunity you know. The local community is only about a dozen people. It's not the biggest. So most of the people attending will be travelling from interstate, which comes with pretty heavy costs, as it is already. Um, and we're all adults. We all, well, most of us enjoy, you know, a quiet drink in our when we're just chilling. I'm um, away, travelling in our recreation time, playing some Warhammer. We might like is to have a couple of beers, or, or in uh, in Blake's case, a gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah. And so we thought, let's let's you know, take one expense off people. We, we could make more money running a bar ourselves there, but that comes with, you know, a lot more organizing and other things. So let's, let's do BYO, save people a bit of cost. Hopefully, they can come along and not have to worry about that aspect and enjoy themselves. Mm. Um, the thing, as Blake mentioned, is, um, we are only allowing GHB, French Strategy, and Battle mm. Tactics. Um, made this decision as soon as I saw the leaks a couple of weeks ago, and now, um, Seeing the shitstorm online, and other people are sort of thinking along the same lines, um, which is good to see. It makes me think I was in, on the right thinking to make that decision. Um, and, and Blake, obviously in the tournament with me, when I mentioned it to him, he was he was on board as well. Um, obvious example right now: is daughters of Cain that you guys touched on—they get bonus points. They, they got some easy strategies, but it's not just them. If you look at books like Nurgle, like Stormcast.
4: Uh, like war, like orc warlands, Clans. night haunt, man, night haunt. It's got some really good battle tactics. I think one of their battle tactics okay, is like have one unit be terrified or something. So all you have to do is have one of your night haunt units within three inches of an enemy unit, and it's battle tactic. Like it's pretty. Um, it's good stuff.
2: Yeah. So there's you know a lot of the better armies have really good. At least one free, a couple of good tactics or better. Mm. Um... Battle tactics in their books, or their, um, or their white dwarfs. Um, I went through and looked at every single army's battle tactics. Um, a lot of the worst armies I was just sitting on a white dwarf, so they already got half the battle tactics. That good books, um, they come with six white dwarfs have three, so they're already at half the tactics. And a lot of those tactics are really difficult or next to impossible. Along uh, the grand strategies as well, um. And we're at the point now where there's, I don't know how many there are, but we'd have to be at 50, 60, 80 battle tactics throughout all the books and White Dwarves that have been released. Um, and who the hell is going to remember every single one of those battle tactics and grand strategies, mm. um, you know, to try and remember and be able to play around and not give away free points because you forgot, didn't remember eighty battle tactics and you come up against this one army you don't see locally that can do this battle tactic that you could have denied if you knew about it.
4: But yeah, it makes counterplay that, very right? difficult.
2: So, if we're all playing on the same... Um, I think it's six grand strategies, the same eight battle tactics. I'm hoping to see people at their lists or come in with an army, the game planned in mind to deny grand strategies and battle tactics and to use that as a strategy to win games. I think that would be really cool to see. Um, so that's another aspect of it as well. Not just for the balancing part, but to open up more strategy... Ideas in the game. Um, I'm not saying it's perfect because a lot of the battle tactics and grand strats in the books um, promote um, destroying or going having really killer units to go and fight and kill other units. Um, I can't understand why GW done that because they want a fast flowing game not people just sitting back and, and casting and camping. Um, so it does promote armies that are fast and killy. Um, so it's not perfect but I think it's it's a, it's a much better... Interesting game to do it this way, then to allow just open server have at it. Um, what do you What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, I agree with that. That um, get, like I agree with your point with the um having to try and remember all of the opponent's grand strategies because it's sort of the same issue that forty k has with its stratagem bloat is you can't expect someone to go into the game and um, have to remember not only your own options but as well as Five other opponents throughout the day's options. It just it becomes too much to think. So yeah, it just levels it out, and you can sort of, like you said, plan around it. And you want to see people bringing lists where they're really thinking about. All right, like you with um Sydney joel you you built your list with all of those tactics in mind, like to actually think about them. Like what can I do? How can I get this done? And I'm hoping to see that at the event. Yeah.
4: I agree. I think it opens up. Opportunities in the list building stage. Um, obviously, people need to build their list with the GHB battle tactics in mind about how am I going to score these? How am I going to prevent my opponent from scoring these? Um, and it makes counterplay something available to everyone and not just something available to people that can remember 5,000 fucking battle tactics from every book that's come out. So, yeah, I think it's a step in the right direction. Um, I'd be very surprised if we didn't see more. Uh, gt size tournaments adopting the same sort of, um like, approach as well. Um, I think it's something that we're going to probably see across the competitive community uh, more and more as more battle terms and more White Dwarf updates and stuff start to come out. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea.
3: It's something you'll be doing at War next year anyway.
4: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um,
2: Just before we, we move on from that, would be really interested to hear your opinions, Luke and Josh, because you know, Jared, Blake, and I, um, we, you know, we're, we're competitive players. We obviously we like to win and we try really hard. You guys um, are better people than us because you all nice. they just have a good time.
0: I like to win, um, but do I win? No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but I mean, obviously, you know, you, got, you guys don't take the game as seriously as we do. With the tryhards, so how do you guys feel? Um, a bit more chill of dudes with, um, with the decision to do this.
3: Honestly, I think it's fine. Like I'll be running it this way at War Under the Mountain. Um, the are oppressive with how easily they can get some of their battle strategies and stuff. Uh, and I think we'll see it. that trend continuing in books going forwards
2: so um, that'll be interesting
3: (laughs) yeah exactly so i think um limiting that is definitely something that is beneficial for the game not only competitively but for those the bottom tables like like myself and luke that are just there for the banter and the the fun times um it's going to create a lot less feel bad moments on those bottom tables
5: Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's, I completely agree with how Josh sort of placed and it. It's just going to be a lot more chiller for the fellas that are on the bottom tables like us.
2: I'm I'm glad to hear that because I was worried that um, some people might feel, oh, you're taking you know, battle tactics and GHB things away from me that are, we, my grand strats away from me that are, that are in my book and our narrative to my army. So um, it makes me feel a bit better to know that you guys feel the same way.
1: That's good. Yeah, I, I can't see anyone really having an issue at all. Um, That's your Pat and Evan?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, Pat's 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 issue is our uh, launch and Soulseeker uh, all over Twitter. Yeah,
2: Um am <laughs> in the measured
4: gaming group chat, my dude. So um, it's definitely <laughs> a bit more than that. <laughs> yeah, man, I... in all fairness, that fucking endless Spell is. Busted as hey man,
0: I, I firmly believe that uh, as of this moment, me and Pat just two bodies, one soul at this fucking
4: point. Yeah, except he's way cooler than you. Yeah, but we yeah. both love so a fucking wind. Pat's a funnier. Yeah.
0: yeah I know I'm not funny. I'm cringe. I'm, I'm weaponized. You are weaponized autism. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
4: in all fairness though i feel like if you're gonna play an army that's weaponized autism it's corn every day of the week
0: yeah
4: i oh, mean that that um that discord chat on like the coach's discord
3: is oh, just oh yeah like he- uh, they say that autism is not contagious but you join that corn chat and oh, boy
0: <laughs> bit of, uh, bit, of, bit, of, bit of the bit of the tismo in there, voice grand grand autismo.
4: <laughs> jesus Let's try not to offend too many people in Hey, person, I can so.
0: say that because I am.
4: I can, can say a lot, actually.
3: Me.
0: But, um, yeah, um, you, you I... know, everyone
2: in the community, we've done it wrong, right? So, yeah.
5: Yeah, well, that's it.
0: But,
2: um. Who are we insulting
5: next? <laughs> but, just, yeah. just do it to me. Just get it over with.
0: But, um,
2: am yeah, two I... hands Stop it.
0: Yeah, so uh, I think that um, I think that just about wraps us up
3: Yeah um, I will just give a little shout out to Warren on the Mountain Um, Doing it again in February next year 18th and 19th um, Which is, I know Going to put a lot of people off Being the month after CanCon Um, But I, I think anyone who's been is had fun, so, I'm keen to run it, the venue is really, only available, that time of the in year. the off season, yeah, like being a rugby club, you rule really out March, through to, September, October, so,
1: hmm.
3: um, again, it's going to be fully catered, uh, I'm working on the pack, getting ready, uh, tickets at this stage, going to be 85, fuck yeah, um, just to cover, costs,
2: <laughs> Mm. Um. Um, just so people know that the last two war under the mountains gosh has run at a loss because obviously it does this for the community so I'm pretty sure most of the people that went to the, the war earlier this year had a fucking great time they all said to you why the tickets so cheap so yeah, yeah. Like, don't feel bad man put the price high, like high I want you to make money because you should be paid for the effort and time you put into your event yeah absolutely not Especially not, not every, every event does kat-
0: does catered food so, yeah, that was, like, huge.
3: Goodbye. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a good event, I think. Um,
0: and, you know, there's a rugby pitch right outside, so if anyone has any issues, they just uh, go outside, and um, you and Lawso can just... Uh, run straight,
4: challenge. <laughs>
0: run straight at them. That's right, yeah. No,
3: I, I think the, the benefit of that venue is, like, you've got secure parking overnight, so...
0: Yeah, if people... you want to go
3: hit the pubs, it gets locked up.
0: Yeah, um, those... Th- those Sydney boys can hit up the vineyards.
3: Yeah, the, the gin tasting. Um, it's got a bar. It's it, it gets locked down like Fort Knox of a night time. Like the shutters come down. And, yeah, she's a she's a pretty secure venue, mm. and it's always available to me, which is what like, the big thing. Um, yeah.
0: Not not everyone I, has that luxury, and you know you might as well take the most of it when you can
3: gonna expand so, out to 50 players this year.
0: Fuck yeah! More
2: um, well, tournaments, the Central West man, the better. So fuck yeah! I'm already looking forward to it. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> well, that, that's all I wanted to really
3: mention about it. Uh, Pack and Facebook event will be up shortly. $85 a ticket this year, um, and we're going out to 50 players. So, we Let's carry go, guys. Very...
2: Up on board Josh. Get
0: keen. Very nice. All right, well that
4: um I think that just about wraps us up. If we want to do? What are we looking forward to?
0: Um yeah, so um I'm really looking forward to uh Todd's next Todd's event. Um I think first weekend of next month.
4: Mhm.
0: So uh, have two, you dock ready? To uh no can't always. <laughs> um yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be a nice little uh toe in the water for a three day event. in One day really just uh. Shake off the old feelings of the old GHB and get us into the new one. I'd uh, love
3: that event to hit masters ranking
4: points. Oh, uh, attendance.
0: I, I, that's what I told Toddie today. I said, get twelve players. I think that's the minimum, right, Joel? 12.
4: Sixteen, I think.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: they changed it over COVID, so I'm not sure what what it's at these days. Sorry. Yeah.
0: So, so, so if that shit hits masters rankings, oh, beautiful. So if any um uh, if any um any uh, Sydney siders or, you know, people who live in the mountains, uh, if you want to come down for a little cheeky cheeky one day with um with all of us, you know, we like to hit the pub over lunchtime.
3: Sean Beers at Jack Duggan's Irish pub is, is a definite thing. Hmm. Fuck Yeah, Yeah, definitely hitting the pokies too.
1: <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah It's um, a
3: crutch hammer staple. It's pokies and then
0: Pumpies, beer,
5: and Warhammer. Luke Luke will lose a
0: game of Warhammer and then go and get like ten features in a row in the pokies and walk away with two grand.
4: Yeah, Yeah, you You never at a loss
5: there. I know Um, I'd rather have my luck, Luke. I think you're the real winner, mate. (laughs) Best when it comes to just tapping a button.
0: Yeah. Then he has to go and pay six hundred bucks for a car service.
4: Yeah. Um
2: Old Jared and I, we're, uh, we are wandering down to uh, Miranda in Sydney.
4: Bicycate, one day
2: Yeah, the 9th of July. Um, we're taking the missus down, we're going to have a cute little um, couple date games. on a Sunday night afterwards, but should be a good day, good fun.
4: I'm pretty keen for that actually, I'm super keen for a uh, nice, you know, semi-competitive one-dayer, new GHB, try out some cheeky new lists and see what army I'm going to settle on for this season. I'm yeah. still up in the air. I've written fucking four thousand lists, and I haven't even began to scratch the surface yet. So, what pretty... you, What are you, um, what are you thinking of taking? Um, it'll either be Stormcast's Karazai Crossbow Adjudicators, or it'll be Doc.
0: Take the Stormcast the decision. Yeah. No, but uh, Dice Arcade—it's okay, a brilliant little shop. Um, I think the uh the owner's uh, previous Bathurst boy from memory. Okay. Um, yeah, so he um. He knows all the brawl boys, so he's um, a previous Bathurst boy. Uh, brilliant store, been there before. Uh, one of the only places I see that runs regular kill team events, so yeah, right. um, I've really got to get down there one weekend um, for a kill team event because I, f- I fucking love kill team, but I haven't I've not been there. Never been play.
4: there, so I'm pretty keen to go check it out.
1: Mm.
2: It's, um,
0: it's a really cool venue.
2: It's a little bit echoey when it gets super full, so hopefully they've addressed that. Oh yeah, um, but uh, really cool. It's, it's pretty far south of Sydney, but a <laughs> cool spot for sure. Uh, um, I will be taking the new Skaven book because the first army I ever owned that was fully painted was Skaven, and I sold them, and I regretted it for the last two years. Now they got a new book, and there's some fucking sick combos in there. Um, if you thought Ko had a cool clown car, um, think again. Uh, Skaven put that's a shame. And that um, new Skaven know, book. Looks to, like um, so to much take fun. Take the in a boat and send him forward and uh, ruin someone's day. Uh, what am I doing
3: next? I think my next thing is is obviously Toddy's event, um, which I'm going to be running. Gits at.
0: Fuck yeah! Uh,
3: having a real crack at that best painted. So,
0: <laughs> no nah, man, don't 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 steal it from me, man. Don't steal it from me.
3: All right, <laughs> oh, it's the only it's the only prize I, I, I like to win.
0: Yeah, because every, every time you get on an event in Sydney, as soon as you see our old uh, Ash McEwen walk in with his gargant, you're just like, well, there goes my chances. Chuck him in the bin and walk out. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, you know.
2: The old wagons are retired now, so I'm not sure what he's jumping up onto next, but he might have... The people might have a chance now.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: But Yeah, I think that... Um, yeah, so uh, other than that, um, that's about it, I think, for us, for the first uh, Crutch Hammer podcast.
3: It's um, lovely chatting with you boys.
0: Thanks for anyone who decided to uh, put, up with it, put up with us for the last two and a half hours. Um, thanks, all you fellas, for jumping on. And um, uh,
3: yeah. And Jared, we're not editing out that thing you want us to edit out.
0: Yeah, it's staying in. Jeez. Everyone knows it's, it's an open secret. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, the, the, Jared, the, it, it was teams of four. There was a team of eight. Okay, I think we're fine. Whatever. So yeah. Sure.
2: Only two up Answers. That's fine. I think we won by like five, so it's all good.
0: Yeah, I mean, we knew fucking barely any of the other ones. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you were fro- you, you were spewing that there was not a single Slaves to Darkness lore question.
5: I just got happy right. that there was an ogre question in there I could do.
2: You got it, you it wrong. Always... Like, spelt it wrong.
5: Oh, oh I spelt it wrong, right. but I was right. <laughs> That's the <laughs> traditional ogre way. You get, get it right, but it's not wrong. right. It's alright man, ogre players can't read, so it's fine. Yeah, we can't write either, so whatever we wrote that's wrong in terms of <laughs> vocabulary. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, ogre
0: ogre players get a free pass if they are uh, fuck up something, uh at an because they obviously didn't read the pack.
2: Wasn't a picture of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um yeah, so uh yeah, I think that think that just about does us, fellas.
3: Alright boys. Oh, I am going to go.
0: No worries. Uh, Thanks everyone for joining us, and uh, I hope to see you all next time.
3: Yeah, Uh, it won't uh, won't be long between podcasts, so we'll see you soon. Yeah, see you all around.
4: See you, dudes.